Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 106, also known as the episode where they gave us a fuckload of news for the week. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of the show. I'm DT3, and yeah, this is uh, the first week uh, of this year, which also is the last episode of the first month of the year, but it's the first one where we get like actually a bit of news. Right? You know, up until this point, it's been pretty, you know, pretty quiet. But hey, man, the, it's all good. The gods heard us, man. They heard our prayers. They were like, they want news? All right, I'll give them news. I'll give them breaking news. Because a lot of news dropped, like, right before we started and stuff. It was like, a lot going damn. on, man. Yeah. Uh, but that'll be uh, when we get started here. How we usually start the show is what we've been up to the past week. Daniel, what have you been up to the past week? This week went by fast for me. I, I know it did for you as well. Yeah, it did. Definitely, definitely did. Um, I'm disappointed with myself because I did not watch as many movies as I've been watching <laughs> the rest of this month. But there's a good reason for that. I actually started watching Ozark Season 3. So instead of watching, you know, however many movies, I watched 10 episodes of Ozark, you know. So I, I watched the entire season. And holy shit. I still need to watch part one of season four because I know that's out as well. But man, season three was fucking bonkers. And I know that the, it, season three came out like two years ago and I'm late or whatever, but I don't even care, dude. I'm trying to catch up. And it's crazy. Anybody who hasn't seen Ozark, dude, get on it, man. This show is it's pretty nuts, good. Dude. Yeah. I think I stopped at season two and I haven't seen season three yet. So I need to see season three as well. Dude, I, I just finished it. It's fucking nuts, dude. I'm going to start season four this week, probably. It's only seven. They're splitting it up in two parts, I guess. Mm. It's the final season. And it's weird because the first part is only seven episodes. So it makes me wonder how many the second part's going to be. But anyway, uh, I'll definitely start that here soon. And then I want to watch other things. Like, I want to catch up on some other shows that I. Much like Ozark, I'm kind of like a couple seasons behind, so I need to I need to do some catching up there. Um, but other than that, uh, that's it for for for. Uh, well, I mean, not really for the TV watching. I I did watch obviously the fifth episode of Book of Boba, which holy crap! Can't wait to talk mm-hmm. about that. Can't wait to talk about that when we get to that. Um. What else? I what else did I watch? Oh, I watched the first three episodes of the Legend of Vox Machina, which is the uh, Critical Role D and D animation animated show. Uh, I watched the Peacemaker fifth episode as well, which damn that cliffhanger at the end. Cool. If you've seen it, you know what I mean. Uh, very very intriguing to see where that where where they go with that. Uh, and then I played some games. I uh, obviously been Josh and I started our our, our run of Dying Light. So yes, we'll be, we'll be continuing that tomorrow, I believe. Yes. So stay tuned for that. That's been fun. That's uh, on both our channels because I'm actually streaming again. So yeah, check those yeah, out. Josh streaming that. I'm streaming that. You can come watch us both stream it. Uh, I tried out Star Sand on stream and it's cool. It's like a you know survival game open world survival type dealio it's pretty cool but i think it's kind of like basic right now they need to they need to add more to it um i feel because i think it is an early access so it's a good start i think it's a good foundation but they just got to build up on it um and hopefully they will 
And then Maneater, I had already tried. I already already played that off stream, but I played it on stream um, a little bit as well. And you know that game's cool. You're just a shark. You know you eat people. You, you know that sort of thing. It's just a fun, fun game. Um, what else? I watched Scream Two, which I did because I want to watch some of the older Scream movies before the new one, which is already out, I think. But I gotta watch Scream Three and Four, and then you know the new one. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, I watched The Swordsman with uh, with Josh as well, and that 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 yeah. was a fun, a fun uh, like martial arts um, action movie. You know, if you're into that. And then I've been playing Sea of Thieves a little bit more. Uh, I want to I want to continue to play that a bit more because you know they have like a season thing you know like a lot of games have like season passes now or whatever. I don't I, I guess that's the word to describe. I mean a lot of games have like those you know play the game and you unlock progress for the thing you know that, that yeah that that's what I mean. So see, Thieves has one of those. So I've been playing more of that uh, because of some friends have been playing that as well recently. And it's you know it's just fun. That's one of those games that like I wish I would play more, but like. I don't. I don't ever play that game solo because it's just boring by myself. You know, it's more fun to play with others. Um, but anyway, I want to play more of that. And then, NFL playoffs, baby. We're going to the Super Bowl. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah. Rams, baby. Let's go. We're going to the Super Bowl. Fucking my Lakers are playing like shit in basketball, so I gotta go to another sport to fucking <laughs> find one of my other teams' success. And here we are. That's the beauty of liking multiple sports is that you can always rotate between teams and be like, "Yes, sir." Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's Rams, baby. We're 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 going all the way. We're taking it. Let's go. <laughs> it's gonna be an awesome. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. It's Rams and Bengals. Like the Bengals haven't been since like what was it, nineteen eighty eight or some shit. They were I saying. Do, I, I don't even know when the last time they've been to the fucking Super Bowl is, man. Like. They gotta be one of the teams that hasn't been in a. In a and it, in a, and it's crazy while. because they just they just started rebuilding like a couple of years ago and now, and now yeah, they're Joe going Burrow, to the big dude. show. So that worked out for them. Um, I I saw a tweet somewhere on Twitter. Uh, I don't know who to credit properly for this, but I saw it on Twitter. They're like, Joe Burrow is what people wanted is what the me you know media and everybody wanted Baker Mayfield to be. You know, <laughs> like he like he yeah he's he's, dude, he's good man like. That's they they got they got some they got some solid pieces over there. Yeah. But you guys also got somebody, Mr. Matthew Stafford, who Matt has Stafford, been in the baby. NFL for a long time and is finally getting to go to the Super Bowl. So you know, he might this might be his. This would be his, you know. Yeah, man. We we I, I like our team this year, man. We 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 got a lot of we got a lot of good 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 pieces and players and everything, man. So I'm 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 excited, dude. Oh yeah, so, you know, with, with Odell on the team, and then like Cooper Cup, man. Oh my God, that dude is just bro falling so, out, dude. We were in Discord last night, and the game was on, and we were all watching it. Right, I had it on, you had it on, we all had the game on, and I think I told you, I, look, I got my booster shot, which is in the things I've been up to the past week. I got my booster finally because I haven't been anywhere in like weeks, and it's it's whooping my ass a bit. Which has been like me, just I've just been sleepy. So I'm like, I'm laying down, I got the game on, I doze off, 
and all of a sudden I hear Daniel screaming because something has happened on the football game, and I woke I woke up and I'm like, huh, what? I think that I think there was an interception or something that somebody caught. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's there an interception. It was like, I was like I, it was like towards the end of the game, and like the 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 Forty Niners were like you know Jimmy G and everybody was setting up and whatnot for for their play. <laughs> then he throws it, and I think it gets like. I think it got like like uh you know bumped or whatever the 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 ball <laughs> and then like one of our yeah that's the word I'm looking for tipped Jesus like I sometimes that's I swear okay. I know these words but sometimes they they blank out uh yeah so he got tipped and then one of our guys got it and it was like that's it dude it's game we got this dude like that mm-hmm. was it yeah. which is crazy because we were down like seventeen seven at one point and like. We came back and got the dub, man. It was it was a beautiful game, dude. In, in general, though, these I know we haven't really been talking about these playoffs, yeah. Really, but these playoffs have been nuts, man. Like that Bills and Chiefs game was fucking nuts. The the you know, the, the fucking I watched the Bengals and the fucking uh, Chiefs, right? The, and that game was crazy because the fucking Bengals were down. Like for most of that Dude, game, and they came back and yeah. win. But the playoffs have been crazy. It's like some of the best they've football I've seen in years. Yeah, they've been, it's been some of the best, you know, games playoff wise in, in recent memory for sure, man. Like, like I feel like every game the past few weeks has been like decided by really, like, really close games, man. Mm-hmm. And that's that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, and this is also crazy. why you draft a good kicker, y'all. Because a lot of these games have come down to the kickers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. Like, I feel like it's going to be a really fucking good one. Um, especially the way these teams have been playing and stuff. So, it's just going to be pretty goddamn exciting. Uh, I look forward to gorging myself on pizza and wings and all that <laughs> stuff and watching. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been crazy. It's, it's hype, good. man. It's so hype, dude. Um, anyway, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. So if you want to go ahead and, and, and yeah. talk about what you've been up to, man. So here's what I've been up to. I have played Expeditions Rome a lot. I'm up to... What is my fucking playtime here? I got it right nearby. I'm up to almost 40 hours of Expeditions Rome. Um, I'm in the last act, I believe. But I haven't played the last few days. Like I said, I got my booster shot. And it was like two days ago I got it, and it's been kicking my butt the last two days. So I haven't really been playing much games or doing anything other than being just lazy. Like, the only side effects I had is I'm just tired and kind of achy. But nothing really like, this is horrible. Nothing like that. Um, so, yep. Expeditions Rome. Been playing that. Uh, Peacemaker. I watched episode one of Peacemaker because I just I started watching it, and then like... My sleep schedule, if you guys have been following the show the last few weeks, my sleep schedule's been fucked. Like Daniel will tell you, it's been fucked. Um, but it's finally gotten kind of straightened out. And I'm trying to let it not get fucked anymore. So, I watched an episode of Peacemaker. I need to watch the rest of uh, Peacemaker. Uh, the Swordsman, uh, which Daniel said, we watched that. We did watch it. I recommend it. If you like action movies and martial arts and sword fighting, check it out. It's good. Mm-hmm. South Korean film. Legend of Vox Machina. Three episodes. Is fucking great. I'm loving it. 
Uh, we watched the Royal Rumble. Not a lot needs to be said about it because, to me, it was just a big old fart. Uh, it was not <laughs> that good. I'll just be honest with you. It was. It has some moments that are fine, but man, it was it was really a letdown to me personally. Uh, that bit. So we did watch that, and I've been playing uh, a little bit of Pokemon uh, Legends of uh, Arceus, I believe, or however you pronounce yes. it. I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah. I've only played a little bit, but I like the changes that they've made, and and uh, it's a it's a good time. Uh, but I have again the the booster shot kicking the booty, so I haven't really been able to to uh, get in a lot of time on it. I would love to, but uh, yeah, that's happening. I also did my taxes, but I didn't I didn't put that on the notes because nobody gives a fuck about. The, the government wants its part, and I guess they're going to get it because you got to do your taxes at this time of year. Um, um, and yeah, I've been looking at the Steam sale. I have some stuff in my cart um, that I'm going to I'm going to purchase before it's gone. I have Days Gone. I have I, I'm, I'm going to buy it again because I uh, have to. Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition. Um, I don't own it anywhere. I, well, I have a boxed copy of the original Dragon Age somewhere in this house. But I said, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just buy the Ultimate Edition for $7.50 and get the expansion that I never played and all that DLC stuff. So, fuck it. I went, fuck it, and said, do that instead. Seven bucks, I don't give a fuck. Um, I have Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition, because I need to finish it, and it's on the PS4, and the PS4 is, is uh, not hooked up. So, I'm going to get on the PC. Because I don't, I don't mind buying that game again. I'll give them some more money, whatever. And then I have a game called Scrutinized on uh, on my list, which is kind of like a it looks like a scary survival detective game. So I'm gonna check that out. Uh, and that's what that's kind of what I've been up to this past week. So if we wanna go ahead and nice. roll into the news or anything else you want to talk about daniel feel free no i just i haven't really been looking at the steam sale but i know there's a lot of stuff on sale um i'm just i i guess for me like there isn't really anything right now that i'm like man i need that right now you know the next big game that i really want to get is probably the new lego star wars yeah um so yeah the rest of the stuff kind of like you know i got i got a i got a ma like listen i have a massive wish list on steam right i got like you know some people only have like 10 things on their list like tops right i me. on the other hand I, yeah <laughs> not me me i on the other hand have like 130 <laughs> things on my list right i have 150 <laughs> i mean I have yeah, so that's many. What I'm like like we like we got a bunch of shit in our. Well, list, here's the man. thing: a lot and of what you and I have are the same shit because <laughs> we we, like, we kind of have the same taste a little bit. Something. Yeah, I just yeah. There, there's some stuff on here that's been here for a long time, and there's some stuff like a a lot. To be fair though, like a good chunk of it is like stuff that isn't even out yet. Like it isn't like it just says coming soon, you know, and it's got mm -hmm. like it doesn't even have like a a, a price yet or, or a release date or anything. So to be fair, some of it is that, but. There's also like a good chunk in here that's just like this has been sitting here and like Here's the thing though. Eventually I'll get it, you know. Wish listing is actually a really good thing for people. Like for the get for the no, devs because it gives them the an game, idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like how to market it and stuff like that. So, it's good that we use our wish list. You guys should yeah. use your wish list more. Also, it makes true. it 10 times easier to buy like that's, my nieces that's and nephews video games. 
Yeah, I mean, like anybody in general, because if you know, if you know they, that they have interest in that game, you know, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's all right. I'll pick it up for you. To, so. You know, I'll give exactly. you some money. Let's go. Christmas, birthday, all that stuff. But yeah, like Josh said, though, yes, it does help out the uh, the games and the devs as well. You know, like er- like whenever they do like those game shows or whatever, they're like, yo, you know, available to wishlist now or like, you know, adding it to your wishlist helps out because, yeah, I mean, it does. So. Definitely, if you if there's games you're interested in, put them on your wish list because you know it 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 not it it not only helps out the game itself and the people making it, but it also helps out like you know uh, people who maybe you want to know what type of games you're into. You know, so there you go. It's a win win, I think. Yep, absolutely. But so yeah, with that, I think we can go ahead and get onto the news because we got quite a bit of it, and then we then after that, our main topic is probably gonna go on for a little bit of time too. So. Oh yeah, did we even say what it was at the top of the show? We should probably say what our main topic is, huh? I mean, if you're uh. watching this video or you're listening to this on the various things wrong, you already know what it is. But if you want to hear us say it, then today's episode is going to be our games of the I would say of the decade, but it's like our our favorite games of the years between mm-hmm. 1999 to 2009 so that 10 year span we're we're gonna do it the way we did it our 2010 to 2020 video which is like top three you go three two one and then you know honorable mentions and and that that's how we're gonna do that but anyway that'll be for the second half of the show so you yep. should go ahead and get on over to the news. Let's do it because we have a lot of news to get through here as well. We really, we really and a lot do. of it's exciting. We really, really do. All really right. Exciting so stuff. if you want to go ahead and get started, let's talk about the the first one. Let's hit it. Electronic Arts and Lucasfilm Games announced new Star Wars titles in development from Respawn Entertainment. Not one, not two. But three unique games are on the way from the studio behind Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Shepherding and the next installment of the Star Wars Jedi story is game director Stig Asmussen of Respawn. Peter Hirschman, game director, who has a long accomplished history with Star Wars, leads the development of Respawn's Star Wars' first-person shooter, a new studio held by games industry veteran Greg uh, for I'm sorry, man. I apologize sincerely, Greg. Oh yes, I see it now. The, I was like, "Where's it at?" Oh yes. Yeah, we'll create the we'll create the new Star Wars strategy game developed through a production collaboration between Respawn and Bit Reactor. Respawn will produce a new Star Wars strategy game while Bit Reactor leads development on the title. Um, we're re- we're excited to continue working with the superbly talented teams at Respawn," said Douglas Riley, VP of Lucasfilm Games. They have demonstrated excellence in t- telling epic Star Wars stories along with the best-in-class gameplay across differing genres, and we are looking forward to bringing more amazing experiences in the galaxy far, far away. Building on previous successes of our EA relationship, this new collaboration highlights the trust and mutual respect shared between the world-class teams at EA, Respawn, and Lucasfilm Games, said Sean Shopta, SVP of Walt Disney Games. Fostered by the expertise and passion with each team, we will create thrilling original games for diverse audiences across the Star Wars galaxy. Working with Lucasfilm Games on a new FPS in the Star Wars galaxy is a dream come true for me, as this is a story I've always wanted to tell, said Hirschman. 
Uh, Hirschman previously worked at, previously worked as VP at development at LucasArts and was executive producer on the original Star Wars Battlefront games. Vince Zampella, group GM and founder of Respawn, will oversee this new phase of EA's relationship with Lucasfilm, building on Respawn's award-winning history in game development and expertise in telling compelling Star Wars stories. We're huge fans of the Star Wars and are thrilled to work with Lucasfilm Games on the new, on new titles that we've wanted to make for years, said Zampella. If you want to make great Star Wars games, you should come join us on our journey. So that is the news with that. Oh, um, it's exciting. The first thing, it, it's very exciting because I like all three of, of, these, of, of, of these new games that we're getting. And I'll tell you why. First of all, we're we're finally con- it's finally confirmed that we're getting a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Which yes, Jedi Fallen Order was an incredible game. Yep, enjoyed the shit the, out of it. It was my game of the year for 2019. I loved the shit out of that game. It was awesome. Um, so yes, happy about that. I want to see where the story of those characters continues. And um, second of all. I know Josh is going to be excited about this. Yes, I already know what Star you're going to talk about. strategy game. Yes. Bit Reactor. I, so Josh can talk about that a little bit here, but I want to get to one last thing here that I yep, find interesting. The last game, Star Wars FPS, this officially means, you know what this means, Josh? This means that Star Wars Battlefront is fucking dead, dude. Like, yep. Dice and, 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 you know, those guys, they're not making a third one like that. That's it, dude. Our our next uh, our next FPS Star Wars game is coming from Respawn and those guys. What does make me hopeful? I mean, I, I do like FPS games in general, but what does make me hopeful about this is that um, the guy that we have working on it is uh, Peter Hirschman because he has a history with Star Wars. Because, like I said, he worked. He was uh, an executive producer on the OG Battlefront games, so that's mm-hmm. exciting. And another thing that's exciting about this is. He says that this is the story that they've he's been wanting to tell uh for a, a long time. So I'm curious what that is gonna be. An FPS Star Wars story that has been an idea at least for a long time. I'm I'm about it, dude. I'm excited. Uh but anyway, yeah. Josh, I've talked enough about this. Tell us your so feelings th- on the, on this news. So here's a few things. Bit reactor. Is a new, fairly new company. Like, I think they literally announced who they were, like, the day before this announcement came out or something like that. And they are made up by former Firaxis devs that worked on fucking XCOM. And that makes me super excited for the, whatever the strategy game's gonna be. Um, that was, like, immediately, I was like, wait, Bitreactor? Weren't they in the news yesterday? Isn't that former Firaxis employees that worked on XCOM? And sure enough, it is. Um, so somebody looked at all those XCOM mods for Star War- for Star Wars parts, armor, guns, the whole spiel, and was like, "Huh, maybe there's a, something here we can do." So that's that's gonna be a thing. Um, will it be like XCOM? Who knows? We all kind of thought the Marvel thing was gonna be like XCOM, and it's not really. It's kind of got the the card thing that Firaxis is yeah. doing over there with Midnight Suns. However. Still, a Star Wars strategy game after so goddamn long is really exciting. Um, yeah. It's also, been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Also, I think because this is a lot, this is three games, obviously, going to be like developed with Respawn, and you know, they got all these different people working on them. 
I think this means the new... And, and there's been rumors of this, so it's not like I'm saying anything we don't all know. We're probably going to get Jedi Fallen Order 2 or whatever this year. I, I honestly suspect that it's probably close to being done. Um, or ge getting there. When I say done, getting there. You know, I'm, I suspect we'll get announcements and stuff. Probably around May the 4th or something like that. If, if you know, that kind of stuff. Well, so, here's the thing, Josh. Before you continue, we're getting yeah. a Star Wars celebration this year. So that's right. Do it at that. Right. Exactly. We're, we're gonna we're gonna probably gonna be getting a lot of news for a lot of new Star Wars stuff coming up, including the video games at Star Wars Celebration, mm -hmm. which is happening this year. So that's probably when we're gonna get some stuff. Yes, 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 yes. You are correct. You are correct. Man, uh, but yeah, continue. I know you. You. I think you are a believer that it'll come this year, right? Uh, a new Jedi follower. Uh, um, are you? It's been it's been three years. Well, it'll be three years in November that the first one came out. So I feel like if they had already started making or already working on it, like right away after the first one, then then mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would I would I could see them, um, you know, uh, uh, releasing this year. I I'd be I'd be all for it. Hell yeah, dude! Like give me that. I, I'm I'll be there like fucking day one, like I was last time. You know. So yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Um. So that's exciting. Both of those announcements are exciting. The FPS thing is exciting. My brain went, "Are we gonna get Imperial Commando at first? And then I was like, "Man, eh, maybe that'd oh, be awesome." But, but I oh, don't know. Man, I would love that. I would love that, but I don't know if that's what this is gonna be. Um, yeah, I don't know either. But man, that would be fucking awesome if it was. It would be awesome. It would. Be. You know what I want? I want a, like, you said Imperial Commando. If they gave us, like, a squad game, like Republic Commando, where you got, like, four dudes and, like, that, but, like, co-op. Mm-hmm. Like, where each one of us, like, where each one, like, like four people can take control of one of those trooper guys. And, like, you know, you could, oh, man, that would be, that'd be fucking awesome, dude. That'd be awesome, man. Um, especially coming from Respawn, which did Titanfall, and people love Titanfall and the shooter, and particularly Titanfall 2 and all that. So. Yeah, Titanfall 2, which I have played. Story for that was pretty good, so... Yeah. Hell yeah. And the last thing is, this shows a fuckload of faith in Respawn Entertainment. A fuckload of faith. Like, here's three games, and they're Star Wars games. Like, go do that. Yeah. That's crazy. Like... They they pulled out all the like no, like I said no more Battlefront from Dice they're like all right if we're, if we're gonna be doing Star Wars games here with you guys in the future EA all of our faith is, is with respawn like the rest of you guys get sh get jack shit but respawn you, you you get not only one game not two you get three games right mm. you, you get two new games and you get the continued Jedi the Jedi Star Wars Jedi series right come on yeah. So I'm sure those teams will be growing exponentially. Like, I can only imagine how much work goes into making a Star Wars game, let alone making three and, and then having Bitreactor and all those guys. Uh, like, I can only imagine the, the insane stuff going on over there. But I'm excited. If this is what we want. Throw all the goddamn Star Wars games at us, okay? Let this, this exclusivity shit had. be over. Yeah. This is what we should have had 10 years ago, man. Yeah. So now so we're like, starting to get it. You know, at the beginning of the fucking, at the this this stupid contract that they signed with EA, you know, mm -hmm. like this, we should have been had this man, like like there should there never should have been an exclusivity contract in the first place. Like it should have always just been like, you do this game if you want to do that, you do this game if you want to do like you know, come on. Mm -hmm. man. Anyway, uh, it's finally happening. I'm excited for that news. 
can't wait to hear more. So, so with everything we know about now, how many games are in development that are Star Wars titles that we know about? That is, we got oh boy. So we got these three, right? We have these three. We have the uh, open world uh, one from Ubi. We have the Star Wars Eclipse. We have Star Wars uh, Hunters, which isn't out yet, but it's going to be coming out soon this year. Uh, Lego Star Wars, I guess, doesn't really count because it's coming out already, right? So maybe, maybe no. the only the only reason why I say it is because it's not out yet. But like of new stuff, new 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 stuff that like has just been announced, and we don't even have like a title yet or anything. We actually have. It's quite a bit. I'm trying to think. Like, I <laughs> no, no, that's why I'm sitting here like, how much? What are we getting? I don't care. I want it all. Bring it all to me. Give it to me. I've been waiting for so long. You yeah, know? I, uh, yeah, I, I, that is, that is very. Is there an article somewhere that just has a, a list of all the, here we go. IGN has an article. Every Star Wars game in development that we know about. Let's have so it's Eclipse. It's the Ubisoft game. It's these three new or, or Jedi Fallen or Star Wars Jedi Two, uh, FPS. You know the, the two games we were talking about, Kotor remake. Uh, am I, what am I also am I missing? Josh, what does that article say? Uh, the article has Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which is coming. I, I still yeah. count it. Um, okay, so yeah, so we're counting that. Then we got that. We got Star Wars Hunters. Star Wars Hunters. Uh. uh do we count and then all the other count stuff. do we count the old republic expansions or no because if so then we got legacy of the sith this month yeah. i count it i count anything that's star wars right now to be honest because like all right so legacy of the sith the old republic expansion you know hunters skywalker saga uh everything else i mentioned earlier so yeah so damn near close to 10 games or or at ten games roughly if we count everything together right there near it. My brain my brain don't work good at the moment, guys. Because I'm uh, isn't that crazy, dude? We have all these announcements, and then like within the past like ten years, we've only had like two Battlefronts, <laughs> no, Squadrons, right? Jedi Fallen Order, and like a bunch of mobile games. Like, come on, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Exciting times. Indeed, indeed. Exciting times. Moving on. Ah, uh, uh, yes. We have some unseen gameplay from Star Wars 1313, which was a video game that was going to be coming out around the time that Lucasfilm was purchased by Disney. And I was very upset that this game was canceled because it looked fucking awesome. And it was going to be a game about uh, Boba Fett, where you play as Boba Fett and then you go around, you know, doing your thing. It reminds me of like an updated version of Star Wars Bounty Hunter, mm -hmm. which is the game where you play as Jango Fett. And uh, yeah, it just it it, it upsets it upsets me seeing this because I would have wanted to play the I would have played the shit out of this game. Just just walking through that cantina or whatever area he was going through right there, 
was just so much atmosphere. It just felt it felt and looked so cool, and I'm like, oh man, we missed out. And watching this, All the world this running through it. here, even this looks yeah. cool. This chase sequence that's going on, like, yeah, there's a there's a pretty solid chase chase scene right here. Like, like even though yeah. the environments and everything is is like un you know it's unfinished, unfinished but... and everything, it looks so cool, man. Like I would have, I just I remember being so hyped when this game was announced, and then we just never got it. And oh, it's 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 upsetting, man. Especially when you see stuff like this that like you know, it would have been nice to have compared this with the finished product, but unfortunately we never we we never got a finished product for this game. So All right, it's sad because yeah. this game looked awesome. Yeah. Just be, just be Boba Fett and run around getting your bounties like that. That seems like a fun, fun game right there. Yeah, like I said, it reminds me a lot of like Star Wars Bounty Hunter, the the Jango Fett game, and that was that was a lot of fun too. That jump right um, there when I first saw that made me like, oh my god. Uh. Uh, but yeah, this this man, I wish this was this had actually happened. You know, watching this know. stuff makes me, me want to play. Me too, man. Maybe, maybe we'll get so something cool, uh, similar someday. You know. I hope so. Um. Also, I have no idea how they got their hands on this. <laughs> how would you? I have no idea how you to go about getting your foot idea hands on this kind of footage. You know, of because uh, I don't yeah, know if I've ever I mean, seen anything like this really. Um. Where they show off some of the, you know, work in progress stuff. This is the kind of stuff you see behind closed doors at like E3, you know, like here's what we got, kind of thing. I'm just like I, I just I also just think like, with with a great like success, that the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett has been now. Mm -hmm. I'm like we're we're bound to get a, a some kind of Mandalorian game one of these days, right? Yeah. Like how 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 like there's got to be somebody working on it. Like like come on man, like how do we not have like an announcement of like a, a, some kind of Mandalorian or bounty hunting game right now? Like what's going on, dude? Yep. Shit, I'd be fine if they made a game off of like you know just Din Djarin like pre the Mandalorian show, you know, like just playing through his, you know, him being a bounty hunter, like in his pre, you know, before the days of the show, you know, like for that, I'd be all about yeah. it, dude. But uh, anyway, that looks cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm looking at that. makes me even more sad that we never got 1313. I was already super bummed out when it was canceled. And like, you know, the fact that we never got it, but seeing stuff like that is like, man, they really fucking did us dirty by not getting, giving us that game. Yeah. We we missed out. Sure did. Anyway, we have a we have another piece of Star Wars news. I promise you guys this is the last piece of Star Wars news for for for, for the for the game news. We have we have other news. But, you know, it's good to just throw all the Star Wars stuff in a row Together. also. That's just the way it happened, you know. So. Anyway, we have a Legacy of the Sith story teaser for the Star Wars Old Republic, which we, we just mentioned, uh, you know, when we were talking about the upcoming Star Wars game stuff. So here we go. Legacy of the Sith story teaser. It's a minute long. Three, two, one, go. Let's go. Let's do it, eh? 
The boy Malgus is back. to those who are unafraid to take it those who are bold enough to openly wield it this fire will light the way for the strong manan and when the galaxy is in flames power will be yours if you are willing to burn do, 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 do. But I miss the days when we had the cinematic trailers. Yeah, I do miss the cinematic trailers. Those were that's those were what, dope. That's what I was that's that's what I would have loved to have gotten a cinematic trailer. But you know, it is what it is. That still looks cool. I know that there's gonna be a a, a few of us playing this next month when the or uh you know when it comes out. So uh by the and by next month I mean February. So if you're watching this in February, then this month. But uh uh anyway that looks cool can't wait to play it i'm looking i'm super looking forward to all the new all the updates coming out for uh the old republic like the character creation creator being updated and just everything coming with that you know so can't wait to do that uh story-wise i'm behind i still need to play a lot of the other dlcs so i mean personally i don't know when i'm gonna get to legacy of the sith but i'm just for me it's just more of an excitement of uh getting to the other yeah know, i gotta get to what they have now uh, the idea of changing your combat styles and all that stuff is pretty exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, back or back on respawn and and EA and all that. Uh, this year is going to mark the three year anniversary of Apex Legends, and because of that, they're going to be giving away Legends in February. Uh, so if you hop on. To the game during the week of uh, February 8th, uh, which will kick off the three-year anniversary event. Uh, they're going to have three weeks of giveaways. So week one is February 8th to February 15th. Uh, you can feel the speed by permanently unlocking o Octane plus three thematic packs. Uh, in week two, which is from February 15th to February 22nd, you can get charged by permanently unlocking Watson plus three thematic packs. And finally, in week three, you can take the skies by permanently unlocking Valkyrie plus three thematic packs and one legendary pack. Um, so yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. If you don't have everybody unlocked like I do, I don't have everybody unlocked. So this is awesome. Yeah, uh, we love me. free shit. Bring on the hell free yeah, shit. dude. Hell yeah. I'm all about it. I think I already have Valkyrie, though, which is, you know, whatever. But I'll, I'll still take those thematic packs and the legendary pack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I have Octane or Watson. So I'm, I'm at least getting those two guys. So that'll be cool. Uh, but, yeah, I like Apex. It's one that I go back to every once in a while, you know? Um. Yeah, it, it, it's fun stuff. So that's cool. 
which also crazy three year anniversary of that game. I remember when it just I remember when it first came out. You know, me too. My computer was broken at the time. <laughs> remember, because I couldn't play the fucking thing, and my yeah. computer was broken. I don't remember what it was. It was a hard drive or a video card or something. Everybody's playing Apex Legends, and I'm just sitting there watching because I couldn't <laughs> play anything because my computer was broken. And now Damn. look at me. Still haven't played it. I don't think I've played a single game of it. <laughs> it's fun. I, I like it. I mean, it's it's one of the it's, to me it's one of the better battle royales. But I mean, I get it if you're like battle royale out, you know. Yeah, I played a lot of PUBG. Uh, I I know you played a shit ton of PUBG. I know sometimes when I shot you out on on stream and stuff, it's like those that's, old classic that's, PUBG that's clips. What man. all my clips are. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get some new ones with dying light. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean. I got I got one from from my playthrough already. It's one so far, but it's. it's I got one with the I got one with our the magic door that happened last stream. Come to our dying live streams, guys. They're a lot of fun. Some craziness happens. Uh, All right. What we, Moving what on we got from next? that, Crisis Four is coming. Crytek confirms the fourth installment is in early development now. And uh, personally, I haven't played any of the Crisis games. I have. I know they. I know they came out with the like remastered or whatever, mm -hmm. the remastered trilogy. So maybe I'll play those at some point. Dude, let me tell you, uh, there's nothing better than going around like Iron Man, turning on super strength in your suit and picking a motherfucker up by his throat and throwing him in the air. Because that's what Crisis is all about. Also, I hurt my fucking arm because of my booster shot when I did that. But yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, the the games are they're great. I feel like they're good stream games just because of all the ridiculous shit that you can make happen because you're a fucking super soldier in, like, the crisis armor that does all this awesome dope-ass shit. Like, it's pretty fun. I think you'll enjoy it. You're you getting to go yeah. around and be Iron Man. I just, I, I, gotta, I gotta try it out. But here we go. It's a little 40-second video, Crisis 4, working title announcement. If you want to check that out. Get that up there for you guys. Also, I always like the music in it, too. Coming soon. A new game to run a benchmark on. Because <laughs> Crisis would melt your PC back in the day. Floaty rocks. Forming in two objects. I don't think I even played the last one. The number four. Join, Join the, the journey. journey. Become, Become the hero. hero. www.crytech.com. So there you go. They announced the fourth game. I, like I said, I haven't played any of them, so uh, I will have to uh, check that out at some point. I know the, the remasters came out. Um, the but, thing that uh, sticks in uh, my head with Crisis is that I remember when the game came out, the original game, and this is back when you could go to the store and you bought a game and it was a box and you can still kind of do that, but not nearly as much, right? And the box yeah. art on the back was the main character of Crisis just choking a dude, like had him in his grip while he had a machine gun in the other arm. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that looks dope. Let's play this game. Yeah, um, yeah it's awesome. Um, looking forward to Crisis right. 4. What's next? Next, 
Let's talk about dying two, dying light two, not dying two. I don't know what the hell that let's, is. Let's not dying... die. Let's not die one. No. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> dying light two's post-launch roadmap reveals five years of planned DLC. Goddamn, that's a lot. So the game isn't even out yet, but they have five years of future DLC planned. So we got a little bit of an image here. And uh, can I make this bigger? Copy that. Nope. Yeah, zoom in. Yeah, you got about zoom that. In on that one. It's gonna be a little blurry, guys, oh. but it's fine. You got the launch. You got factions-inspired free DLC, series of events mutated and infected, set of challenges, another set of challenges one, set of challenges two, first story DLC. Uh over in uh, June and then uh, beyond that they got five years of support which includes a second story DLC, new weapons, new enemies, new stories, new events and new free and paid DLCs and much more so they got plans for this game it isn't even out yet but uh, they got quite a bit planned for this game um how it many... kind of makes sense the way that the, because like Josh and I are currently going through Dying Light One, mm-hmm. and like I feel like there's so much content for that game as well that I feel like they've been doing stuff for that game for years as well. That's so what I was gonna ask. I was like, stuff. how many years of support did they do on the original Dying Light? Because it feels like it's got a lot, and it's even got an event now that's kind of like yeah. setting up Dying Light Two. They also have a giant poster that hangs off a building that's was, like five dying like two. Like, we, were, we were playing the game and literally like Josh looks up and he's like, oh, look at that. There's a fucking ad for their own game in this game. I was like, what the fuck? That was like, so that? funny. Like, I mean, you can totally, I mean, you, I guess you totally do that. I just hey, never really, free like, advertising. I just never really, yeah, I guess I just never really played a game where they're like, yo, here's our another, here's our other game. It breaks game. the shit out of immersion. But it sure <laughs> does. It's pretty funny, you know. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, it's it's you, know, you do what you want, I guess. But yeah, I feel like they've supported the first one for a long time, so it it I, I guess it makes sense that they would do the same for this one, which is cool, you know, because if you know you're going to be buying this game, you know that it's going to be supported for a long time. Yes, a long, long time. Which is yeah, very cool, very cool. Josh and I will eventually be playing this at some point as well. I heard but, two has four player co-op. I mean, that'd be nutty, dude. I don't if know if did. that's true, but I heard that. If it did, I'm gonna look it up. Actually, I, how I many players? Dying Light Two. Uh, you can play four player co-op in Dying Light Two, but one of wow. you, but one person has to be the host. Um, okay. So, uh, what's I mean, duh. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That's a lot of people running around killing zombies. That is crazy. That that's nuts, dude. It's 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 just imagine like four of you guys just parkouring around the whole fucking map. Like that's nuts. Yeah, pretty cool. I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that until I think I saw it today. Somebody's like, "You play four play co-op." I'm dying like two, and I was like, "Say what?" Mm. Imagine the drop kicks everywhere. I know, dude. Like, I just want to like tomorrow, dude. I, I can't wait to drop kick the shit out of some zombies, man. But uh, anyway, What's um, next? we want to move on to the next thing. 
Let's talk about an- another Battle Royale game, like we were talking about with Apex, but this one is a failed one because... Uh, Rip. You remember Ubisoft's free-to-play Battle Royale called Hyperscape? If Did they try to do it? remembers what this was. Did they do a thing on Twitch for it? I feel like there's a Twitch thing for it. They did. Okay. They, even, they gave out they gave out like emos for it and like all this other. They they they, they, they tried hyping it up and everything. So you guys remember Hyperscape, right? Yep. Well, I'm sorry to report that the game that was first revealed in the summer of 2020 uh, is going to be shutting down in April. If you're if you're if you're a fan of this game, you know. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, it's shut, shutting down in less than in less than two years, but uh, they had their run, I guess, and you know, it's shutting down now. Honestly, I don't know anybody that still plays this game. I know, I know, there was a, a, a you know, a, as it goes with new games, there's like a a huge surge at the beginning. A lot of people play it to try it out and everything, and then it just dies out. And this was one of those games that like, I knew there were some people that were playing it. And then it kind of just died out, and I never heard from it again. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Hyperscape. I played it a little bit, but I didn't really, it didn't really, you know, vibe with me. So, bye. I don't know if you have anything to add on to this, Josh, but I mean, that's. Oh uh... no, no. Other than like, PUBG happened, right? And then everybody was like, Battle Royales, let's do it. And the and yeah. the sad part about that is, is like. Some of these things were way too late. Missed the train and we moved on to other things and Battle Royales kind of went down. I mean, they're still a thing. They still happen. It's just they're not as as on the on the on the tippy top thing now. Also, if you hear a dog barking, it is it is baby and there's a stranger outside. Um baby, baby's like get it get the hell on out of here. Yeah, no, she don't like strangers. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I you know some some things were kind of like bye and then you know yeah i mean it's 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 just, it's just trends dude you know pubg comes out and then there's like you know okay we're going to have eight Fortnite and apex ubisoft and... is really good at hopping on trends and then abandoning things at points um i mean and, and like then the telling same. us telling us like why we're dumb and don't understand things like don't nfts understand nfts yeah <laughs> suck my dick bro they're good for, they're they're good for you you just don't know you just, you just don't understand them yet explain it to me then motherfucker if you can <laughs> jesus obviously you don't uh, understand them either all right what's anyway, next yeah i mean, was just gonna say though it's it's like trends you know like it's you know as we had uh fucking uh you know among us come out and everybody wants to come out with their own among us style game you know like that's just that's just it's just trends man like some of them some of these games are going to be way too late to the to, to the party and, and some mm-hmm. of them you know arrive right when they need to but anyway yeah uh so yeah r.i.p hyperscape less than two years bye-bye uh next up Let's talk about another game delay. This time, we're going to talk about The Evil Dead, which has been delayed until May. So Evil Dead, the game, uh, was originally set to launch in February, but it is now scheduled to be releasing on May 13th, which, guess what? Wait for it. Guess what May 13th is, everybody? I'll give you a second to guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes? Mm-hmm. No? It's a Friday the Friday. 13th. <laughs> So Evil Dead the game is releasing on Friday the 13th, May. 
but over on the official Twitter account, the dev said that this delay gives our team the time they need to get things just right. And not to compete with all the other shit coming out in February, which That's makes true, sense because yeah. there's a ton yeah, coming this out. Is, this is this is honestly a good move for them. I feel. Yes, it is. It's very smart. So, yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. More time to fix up bugs and stuff and then not having to worry about like there really are. There's so many games coming out in February. So many games. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of glad that it kind of moved uh, back three months because in addition to hitting bug fixes, like there'll be people streaming this in three months that will be like, there's nothing else to play. Let's play this Evil Dead thing. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah, yeah. You need you need you need to have your game sometimes be in spots where there's like, you know, not so much competition because, you know, sometimes your game might get, you know, a little pushed under the rug there because not a lot of people are aware of it, of it either coming out or like they're just too busy playing with uh, with other games that are out at the time, you know, so mm-hmm. I think and then uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is this is this is good. You know, Evil Dead is going to be a, a, a 4v1 shooter. Um, it was first revealed on Summer Game Fest 2021. And yeah, apparently this isn't the only new thing that Evil Dead is going to be coming out with either because uh, uh, there's going to be a new film called Evil Dead Rise that is set to premiere this year on HBO Max as well, which I didn't know that, but that's cool. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's all we got on Evil Dead, the game. Again, delayed. I think it's a good thing. I always say this, but I think delays, for the most part, are positive things. So I don't, I don't really get all like, uh, uh, you know, cry. Like I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not crying and bitching about games getting delayed. As you guys know, if you if you watch this show frequently, you know how Josh and I feel about delays. So yeah, we're fine with it. It's all, it's all good. I'm fine with it. Yep. Make shit great. That's what I want. I want greatness. As great as you can get it. We want games to be good when they release. Um, so take all the time you need. Alright. Let's talk about the PlayStation Plus games of the month for February. Really quickly. Uh, coming to the PS4, we have EA Sports UFC 4 and Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland's one-shot adventure. And then over on the PS5, we have Planet Coaster. So, so, uh, yeah. And remember, you have until the end of... You have until today, if you want January's uh, month's... uh, January's games of the month. uh, I done grabbed them. And Which is Persona do. 5 Strikers, Dirt 5, Deep Rock Galactic. But yeah, coming up, I think it's on the 2nd. Or no, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, tomorrow. So tomorrow, at the time of this recording, we're on the 31st. Tomorrow will be the 1st. And tomorrow is, is when you can get these new games, and you have until the 28th to pick them up. So there you go. Those are your PlayStation Plus games of the month to pick up. 
anyway, moving on. What do we got next, Josh? Next up, we have... Oh, yeah, that's right. I put this in here. MLB The Show is coming to Nintendo Switch as well as PS4, PS5, Xbox. It's going to have cross-play and cross-progression. The biggest reason I put that in here is because I bought the newest... Uh, the last MLB The Show. I have... I have it digitally. I was, I was looking for a case to hold up, but I don't have it. It's a digital game. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, and I, look, I don't play a lot of sports games, uh, but if I do play one, it is usually MLB The Show because they make the absolute fucking best baseball game in the history of baseball games. Like they are, It's really fucking good, especially when you make your player and take him through a season. And I mean, he plays the whole career all the way to the end of the goddamn Hall of Fame and all that. Um, but what's interesting about this is that it's coming to the Switch. Um, but years ago when MLB show was, the show was a thing, it was PlayStation only. And then, like, recently, they're like, we're on Xbox now. And even now, it's coming to the Switch. And it's all gonna have cross-progression and cross-play. So if you want to, you can stop playing it on the PS5. I don't know why you would do this unless you're going on a trip. And pick up your Switch and play it on there, I guess, if you have it on both consoles, so. There you go. Um... It's also going to launch day one with Xbox Game Pass um, for if you have a, have it on the Xbox consoles because uh, I don't believe it's on PC. Um, so that's why I threw it in here. I thought it was neat. Um, I like the MLB of the show games, and that's why I threw it in the news. Uh, cool. So, yeah, we can move on. Alrighty. Moving on to the next thing here. Ah, uh, Yes. This was what dropped like literally so this is, moments. Uh, today's <laughs> big news here, yeah, is that uh, Sony is buying Bungie for three point six billion dollars. Money, please. <laughs> I need to get a money, please voice clip from Amber. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a lot of money, money, money. Yes, it is. Um, so I didn't look through either of these articles. I just put them in here because I was like, I was doing a billion other things. If you want to read them, go ahead. Go for it, buddy. All right. All right. <laughs> I will go ahead and uh, do uh, that. So let's go ahead and read it. So Bungie has joined Sony Interactive Entertainment. This is over at the Bungie blog over on their website, Bungie.net. And they say, Bungie joined Sony Interactive Entertainment, SIE. Uh, we believe games have limitless potential and that to do anything worthwhile in entertainment was bet big on our vision, on our studio, and on our incredible team of trusted creators who build unforgettable worlds that truly matter to people. Uh, and SIE, we have, a found, we have found a partner who unconditionally supports us along. We are and uh, who wants to accelerate our vision to create generation-spanning entertainment, all while preserving independ uh, the creative independence that beats in Bungie's heart. Uh, like us, SIE believes that game worlds are only the beginning of what our IPs can become. Together, we share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world, across families across generations, and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment mediums. Today begins our journey to become a multi, a global multimedia entertainment company. 
so they talk about the you know their creative freedom and their history of three decades and counting and all that but if you want to get to go ahead and read all that i i would i would say you guys go ahead and read that over on their blog yeah go check it out um and go check that out for yourself um What's crazy about this is like Bungie was an Xbox thing, man, for a long time, and then they were like, they, they, they were "Hey, thing, yeah. take our, take our, take our chains off. Let us be free." And then they did, and then they chained themselves to Blizzard Activision for all people, of all people. And then they were like, "Hey, <laughs> break our chains off. Let us be free." And uh, they were once again, and now. <laughs> Sony's like, we will pay you $3 billion. (laughs) Enjoy this gold-crusted chain. (laughs) Except it's not really a change because they're going to remain independent, is what they've said, um, and be kind of still doing their own thing. They're just going to be under that Sony umbrella. Um, Which they also said that the games are not going to be exclusive to PlayStation. They're going to let them... Yeah, they're still going to be multi-platforms. Yeah. The idea, I guess, is that Sony can give them support if they need it. Like, if they need money to make something... Yeah, yeah and they, they got the financial it. backing now, you know? The same thing like Xbox. You know how Xbox has been taken in? Like, I always bring up In Exile. In Exile, when they did Wasteland 3, and In Exile was like, if we needed help, we could go to Microsoft to be like, we want to do this thing, could you help us out? And they'll give them money. You know, the same... I imagine that'll be the relationship here. Um, to do things. Um, so, I mean, like... Uh, the other thing is, every Monday, apparently we're going to wake up and there's going to be some new acquisition by some multi Right? I like how they wait till Monday, though. It's like, all right, here early in the morning, we're going to announce some kind of new acquisition or purchase uh, to add on to our, uh, you know, our wide, you know, variety of, uh, of, of studios that, that, that we can add on to our fucking group here like it's, it's so like it's like all right this week it's like all right this week microsoft it's your turn all right the next week all right sony you go it's like mm-hmm. uh, our nintendo are you guys gonna buy somebody too or, or nah it's it's funny like <clears throat> i was watching so i watched this happen live by the way as this was happening i was looking at twitter and somebody's like oh sony's stock has stopped halted trading because there's gonna be some sort of announcement so they were trading on stock market and all that so when yeah. you get an acquisition, they pause that, right? So something's going to happen. They have it paused. News, here it is. Um, and the rumor was Sony's buying Electronic Arts. And I was like, I don't buy that. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> and then, like, the, the next thing was, like, literally, like, 10 seconds later, it was uh, Bungie has joined Sony in $3.6 billion. Um, So pretty soon... All the big companies are going to be bought by one of the big three. They're going to be owned by somebody, yeah. <laughs> and it's just going to be a sea of indie companies out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you can't turn down. I couldn't turn down three point six billion. I don't know. Most people wouldn't turn down three point six billion. Like, that's fucking inst. That's that's show your dick on stream money. You know, like, like you know. Oh, like, you wouldn't care. I make that joke because Zeke says that shit all the time on his stream. Yeah, for, for so much money, I'll show my ball on stream, which is, like, funny. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, that is fuck you money. That is so much money that you cannot fathom that money. It's Scrooge yeah. McDuck and his vault money. Like, it's nuts. Um, 
That that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Who's next? Who's gonna be bought next? I want to know. Who is next? <sighs> Who is next indeed? But speaking of what's next, let's talk about this next thing you got here, Josh. Yes. Now this I threw in at the end because I thought, oh, this would be curious. We've d- we've done these. We did these at like an E3 like two years ago or the year ago after that or some I can't remember. Um, but somebody on Reddit on the gaming I'll just say which one it is the gaming leaks and rumors Reddit. Um, put together one of those things that has like here's the Xbox Game Studios, here's everybody that's working under them, and here's what we know about what they're working on, kind of thing. Um, so that's this is by Crusader three four five six on the gaming leaks rumors and rumors. Reddit, and I thought it'd be fun just to go through it really quick. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but um, so first up, you have Xbox Game Studios. Three Four Three Industries is currently working on. So the the company uh, devs of Three Four Three Industries is currently working on post launch content for Halo Infinite and its planned ten year roadmap. So they have a ten year roadmap for the future of Halo. They have a small team working on continuous updates to the Halo Master Chief Collection, such as new maps for from Halo Online, armors, mods, tools, custom game game browsers for each of the games. Halo Infinite is set to have a co-op launch release in its second season, uh, and 4 is released in its third season, also developing and maintaining the Slipspace engine. According to Windows Central's Jez Horton, there's also a new Halo project distinct from Halo Infinite in development. Uh, 343i also filed a trademark for Halo the Endless. Whether this is a DLC campaign for Halo Infinite, a new game, or a book is unknown. The beta build for the new Halo Waypoint had a reference to to multiple campaigns, leading people to believe that campaign extensions are likely, especially since Halo Infinite was described as a 10-year life. Uh, Certain Infinity is also working on something new for the Halo Infinite that might be a Battle Royale, according to... As Corden. Battle Royale Halo might be fun. Um, next up we have the Coalition, which are the guys that do Gears of War, I believe. Um, they're currently working on mastering the UE5 engine, according to a press release. The press release states that they are working on multiple projects, with one being confirmed to be the next Gears of War. According to rumors heard by Jeff Grubb, he believes the smaller project to be a new IP on a smaller scale though he does not know what the IP could be. He heard rumors of a Star Wars IP, but was unable to confirm them. Jeff believes the small IP is set to release in 2023, and gear next after that. So there may be a Star Wars game coming from the Coalition. Possibly. It's a rumor. Don't take it as facts. Um, next up, we have Compulsion Games. They are working on a single-player third-person action-adventure game that is in mid-development. The code name of the game is Project Midnight, and it's a dark fantasy title, according to GS Corden at Windows Central. They recently moved to a new office and are planning on to over double their staff. Next, we have Double Fine. Having recently released Psychonauts 2, it is unknown exactly what Tim Schafer will do next. There have been rumors of a new Banjo or, or yeah, rumors of Banjo Kazooie, but Tim shot them down in an interview with IGN, stating Double Fine makes their own games. They've been working on a project with a new IP since 2018. Hmm. Next, we have The Initiative. They are currently working on the reboot of Perfect Dark. Jeff Grubb has wait. stated. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I know you're, I know you're I super into that. I, I played the shit out of Perfect Dark on the N64 back in the day. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, but I figured you'd jump in there and say something. Um, 
Jeff Grove has stated that he believes this is set to be released in 2023. Um, Square Enix studio Crystal Dynamics is also helping with the development of that title. Next, we have Exile Entertainment. The studio is working on two projects, one in full development, one is in pre-production, and one is in full production. Um, both are very far out, likely 2024. The game in full production is codenamed Project Cobalt, and is said to be a first-person steampunk RPG by Jess Gordon. Fuck, steampunk RPG for... Let's go! I'm in! <laughs> um, uh, Mo Yang... <laughs> yeah, I absolutely am. Uh, Mo, is it All Mojang or Mojang? I, can't remember. I think it's Mojang. Uh, or, Mojang yeah. Studio is currently working on the wild update for Minecraft. Extended support for Minecraft Dungeons. In 2020, Mojang had rebranded uh, in 2020 and stated that they want to develop new games and experiences in addition to Minecraft across their multiple global offices. They are also working on micro Minecraft RT, the Ray Traced Minecraft. According to Jess Corden, two brand new spinoff titles are coming for Mojang, though what they actually are, he did not say. Two. So, Minecraft Dungeons, uh, Minecraft Dungeons look pretty cool. Uh, it, it was like that dungeon, the, uh, you know, Diablo style yeah. Minecraft game. I never got to try which, it. Which, I, yeah, I, I haven't played it, but it would, I would definitely be up to trying it at some point. Um, it's kind of cool that they want to do more support for that and that they uh mm -hmm. they uh are you know are wanting to do more things other than minecraft because you know minecraft is cool and all but like yeah you know it's nice to also want to do other stuff so i'm i'm, I'm very curious to see what the, they got planned but uh anyway go ahead yeah next up we have ninja theory they are currently working on senua saga hellblade 2 believed to be launching in 2023 and the smaller scale project mara they also released a next-gen patch for Hellblade, Sinewa's Sacrifice, on Xbox Series X and S, and are planning to release a PC update, too. Project Mara will be a real-world grounded representation of true mental terror. It will be based mm. heavily on research, interviews, and first-hand accounts to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and as believably as possible. In addition... Oh, Ninja Theory announced the establishment of a research and development effort dealing with mental health, dubbed the Insight Project. The Insight Project builds upon and continues uh, cooperation between Ninja Theory and Paul Fletcher, a University of Cambridge psychiatrist and professor of health neuroscience who had consulted the studio on Hellblade. With the Insight Project, Ninja Theory plans to build smaller games to help people identify and control negative emotions. Oh, that's pretty cool. Next up, we have Obsidian Entertainment. Confirmed in development projects are grounded. The Honey, I Shrunk the Kids survival game, which we've all played here, I believe. Daniel, you've played it. I've played it. Played um, a little bit of it, yeah. Still still in progress. Uh, Avowed, which is the first-person RPG set in Pillars of Eternity. That game looks cool. I think we've seen yeah, like a bit of it here and there, and I'm like, yeah, that, that, looks, that, looks, that looks better. I'm super into it, because Pillars of Eternity is really cool as real. And Outer Worlds 2. Avowed is believed to be releasing in 2023 and the full release of Grounded in 2022, so this year. Nice. Uh, I, uh, I actually plan on playing the Outer Worlds sometime this year. Uh, maybe, maybe even soon. But uh, it's on my list to play. I've heard good things about it. I know Maj is currently playing through it, so I yes. am uh, definitely excited to get to play that uh, myself uh, at some point. Soonish, maybe. 
but definitely sometime this year. Mm-hmm. It says, additionally, Josh Sawyer is leading a project codenamed Project Missouri, which has been reported to be Pentiment by Jez Corden. It is said to be a no-combat RPG like Disco Elysium, and you act as an investigator in 16th century Europe, uncovering the truth behind a grisly murder. There's also rumors of a critical mm. role RPG, though this po the post for this has been deleted along with its poster. According to Jez, Obsidian is targeting, targeting seven games in seven years. So they want to do game, a game a year. One game a year. Yeah, okay. Well, That's pretty crazy, for, actually. Them on that one. Because we know it takes multiple years to make fucking video games. <laughs> so yeah. it's nutty. Especially nowadays, though. Next up, we have Playground Games, currently developing DLC and ongoing content for Forza Horizon 5 at their main office, and the reboot of Fable at their new office. Fable is also to be is also believed to be launching in 2023. So I'm excited for fucking Fable. I I love Fable. You guys don't understand. Um, next up we have Rare, currently developing new content for Sea of Thieves, having just released the crossover, uh, the Disney Pirates IP, A Pirate's Life. They're also developing a new IP called Everwild, though not oh. much is known about it other than some cinematic shots. What's that? Have we seen that? Let me... I want to look that up now, but continue reading the Let's rest. See. I'm just curious about whatever Wild is. It says it is believed to be released in 2024 after being rebooted, oh. according to Andy Robinson. Okay, I I just googled it. We 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 have seen this. Okay, we've seen this. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, it was uh, it was at the Xbox showcase in uh, July of 2020. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing with it. They've rebooted it, and it was a mess. It was a mess, and then they rebooted it. And according to Jeff Grubb. It's still a fucking mess. So who knows well, what's going to happen with that. Good luck with that, I guess. Um, All right. Next well, up... <laughs> next up, we have Turn 10, which are currently developing the next-gen revision of the Forza Tech Engine and the next iteration of Forza Motorsports line of games, which is rumored to be launching in 2022. Oh, this year, okay. Undead Labs is currently developing State of Decay 3, believed to be launching in 2023. It recently opened a new... Orlando, Florida location to support State of Decay 3 and other Xbox Game Studio projects, which also confirmed State of Decay 3 is moving to Unreal 5. Five. Alright. I haven't played any of those State of Decay games. I haven't either. Mm. No, I've watched some people play it and like there's a little jank at first when I've they first come like, out. I, feel like I think it'd be fun. Them, but yeah, I haven't played them myself. So I think it's one of those games that they release, they're a little jank, and then they fix them up. Um, so if we well, ever wanted to play like two, some... that'd yeah, be fine. Maybe, yeah, maybe they should release some non-jank. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. True. Hard to anyway. argue with that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> Next up, we have World's Edge. While World's Edge does not develop games internally, they manage external partners who are developing content for the Age of series. They are currently directing development for content in Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition, and Age of Empires 4. They've also stated that they have not forgotten about Age of Mythology. Hey. Yeah. Fucking Age of Mythology was my jam back in the day, bro. I was into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these games are PC only for now, but they are interested in attempting to solve controller issues to get them on the console in the future. Age of Empires 4 might be te in testing on Xbox consoles currently. Next, we have some projects from unknown sources, so keep 
this as like a very grain of salt. Grain of salt. Yeah. Um. So first we have uh, a mortar. Uh, mortar. God, I can't talk. Master Chief Collection like collection for another Xbox IP. Mm. Uh, initially rumored by. Sh- Chapal Nick of Xbox Era Podcast currently speculated to be Gears of War or Fable, as both franchises are missing entries on PC. Oh my god, if it was Fable, I'd fucking I'd be like Derper, I'd nut. Um Tom Ward of the Verge may have also teased that says Gears of War. Gears of War would be fine too, but I've never played the Gears game. I uh I I never actually played any of these either, so if they do end up doing that, maybe we can do a co-op run of those games cuz I That'd be really fun. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> I'm going to read this just because it's in here and it makes me laugh. It says Project Velvet currently being developed by unknown nothing is known about this project outside of the code name at this time why'd you put it in the list then <laughs> all the, that's not gonna get anything out there yeah i mean it's just, it's the only thing they know is the name so they, they're like all right we'll include it anyway but we don't know shit else about it uh next i'm gonna skip project. yeah project kalambia kalimba yeah uh listed in that geforce now and a project Kalimba, which we know nothing about. Anyway, yeah. on to the next one. Next up, we have Shadowrun being developed by Unknown. It's rumored by Jeff Grubb. Uh, they've only heard rumblings, nothing concrete. It might be Project Vonnegut. Uh, oh, a new Shadowrun game would be awesome. Uh, and then Goldeneye 007 by Unknown. An achievement list of a remaster or remake of Goldeneye showed up on True Achievements. So nothing else is known at this time. I'd be down for a Goldeneye remake. That'd be cool, man. I'd, I'd play that. I'd get that. That'd be cool. Uh, next up, we have Xbox Global Publishing. These games are developed by external studios and published by Xbox. Uh... We have confirmed projects which are contraband by Avalanche Game Studios, which we saw a trailer for in some of it. Um, As Dusk Falls by Interior Slash Night and Crossfire X by Multiplayer. So, Next up, we have rumored projects. Again, Green Assault. Uh, we have Project Dragon by IO Interactive. Said to be an MMO light shared world medieval RPG with a 10-year plan. Wow. Why did it seems insane to me to plan on something like that for ten years, you know? Like that just seems like a lot. Especially does, MMOs. Because I mean... MMOs are expensive. Uh-huh. Uh next up we have Project Shaolin by Brass Lion Entertainment, said to be an anime art style ARPG with the Wu Tang plan inv- involved for music. So Daniel will be playing that. Uh, um if it's real. Uh, next we have yeah, Project I, Indus. I, we, we we had talked about that in the past, or like yeah. in in the most like, yeah. Some of the stuff has come sometime, up before. sometime recently. Yeah, that we've been talking about that. So yeah, maybe depending on how it is. Uh, next is Project Indus by Oxide Interactive, said to be a forex style strategy game. So like Civ, not much else is known. Project Belfry by Stoic Studios, said to be a side scroller beat 'em up focused around a bell tower with Princess Mononoke art style. Um. Project Pax Die by Mainframe, said to be a cloud-driven MMO. Mainframe accepted external funding from an investor group. Leading Jeff Grove to believe it is no longer being published by Xbox, but they could still be involved. 
Killer Instinct by Unknown, possibly Bandai Namco, rumored to be in development to some capacity by Shapeshaw Nick. Jez Corden had heard similar rumors and added the Bandai Namco piece. So, possible if you're in the Killer Instinct stuff. Next up, we have Untitled Cloud Driven Game by Kojima Studio, uh, sorry, Kojima Productions. Rumored by Jeff Grubb, latest update has that they signed a letter of intent and hired Kim Swift to help with cloud game production, whatever it is. Uh, projects. Sorate? Sorate? I don't know how you say it. By Certain Infinity, rumored by Jeff Grubb on uh, his show. Uh, doesn't really say much about it here. Uh, project Vonnegut, by unknown. Nothing's known about this project. And then, like, some sort of VR thing. So, right. next we have Bethesda Softworks. Um, we have Alpha Dog game currently on a mobile, currently a mobile oriented studio working on Mighty Doom for Android on iOS and other pieces. Sorry, other projects are unknown at this time. Arcane Studios, Arcane, uh, Leon Lion is currently working on Deathloop for Xbox Series X and S, which is due out in September of 2022. Um, Arcane Austin is currently working on Redfall, set to be released in the summer of 2022. It is a first-person open-world one through four-player yeah, shooter, kind of like Borderlands. Um, they also maintain the Void Engine. New source info from January 2022 can be found here. What is this? Have a look see oh <laughs> these are so all rumors all but I, rumors. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read them uh just in case i don't know they might be fun it says uh supposedly launches in october there will be a fifth playable character not yet announced james masters from buffy the vampire slayer would voice the main villain in english uh campaigns around 18 hours long there would be vampire animals so those are all just rumors. Who knows if it's true? Green of salt shit. Um, Bethesda Game Studios between their Rockville, Austin, Dallas, and Montreal offices are currently working on extended content for Fallout 76, Starfield, releasing on November 11, 2022, Elder, 5, Sky, Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Uh, well, that's already out, so that must be a typo in here. Um, Creation Engine 2 and Elder Scrolls 6. Um, id Software currently maintaining development of their id Tech 7 engine, working on a horde mode for Doom Eternal and an unannounced future project, which could be a Doom, Quake, or new IP. They are also supporting Arcane Austin in development of Redfall. I can already tell you that it's not Doom, because I think they're letting Doom rest for a little while. Which makes sense, said. Uh, Eternal just came out, like, what, like, two years ago? Well, not even that, yeah, it was, like, not even that long ago. And people, and they still had DLC, like, fairly recently. So, like, yeah. I don't think they're working... They're definitely not working on a sequel to Doom. I'd be up for a new Quake game, if that's what they want to do. Man, I haven't played a Quake game in fucking long ass time. My, my favorite one that I... My favorite one is 2, because I just... I played the shit out of that one back in the day, but, um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Depending on what they... Uh, on what they How they do it, I'd be up for a Quake game. Yep. Next up. Next up's Machine Games, and they're currently working on the Indiana, Indiana Jones game for Lucasfilm Games. That's right. That's right. We're not only getting Star Wars games, we're getting Indiana Jones. Which is um, time, dude. Come on now. Hell yeah. Details about it are unknown as at this time frame. It is said to be an early development as rumored to 
It's rumored to be working on Wolfenstein 3 through Pete Hines, implied that it may not happen before Indiana Jones. They're also working on a re- on the recent remaster of Quake. Yeah, we, we know about that one as well. Yeah, that's, that's cool. out there, but they're still working on it. Um, yeah. Roundhouse Games. Currently working on yet-to-be-announced game. Uh, the YouTuber has broken down potential rumor that Bethesda Softworks may have a Planet of the Apes game in development. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, and I personally believe if that is true, it could be at this studio. No time frame for a release. Hey Tango man. game. Yep. Just Sorry, go ahead. quickly on the Roundhouse games, plenty uh, of the Apes game could be fun depending on how. That'd, that'd be fucking it. really fun. Yeah. I don't I'd... know. I don't know the details of this leak, but I like so that's the. True, that'd be cool. I like, yeah, if it's true, that would be cool, but it also depends on how they would do it and which Planet of the Apes. Because personally, I prefer the OG Planet of the Apes. I, I, same. As opposed to the newer movies. The newer movies, I don't really care for that much, uh, to be honest. Like, they're, I know that might be blasphemy. That might be blasphemy to some people. I think the second one was the best one. The the classic ones. The classic ones are my favorites. If you go, if you go about it in the classic route, I'd play, I'd play that. Hell yeah. I would too. That. I absolutely would. Like, but, uh, I have nostalgia for growing up watching those movies with my dad. Yeah, the first one is still the best one to me. But uh, yeah, I just, like I said, if they go about it in that, that Planet of the Apes, that'd be cool. But I don't, again, I don't know the whole details of this leak. I don't know. It's just some it's, guy it's, saying. It's, it's, it's grain of salt yeah. stuff. This one it's in particular. Some guy saying there was a leak or whatever and like, you know, whatever. We're deeply into the rumor stuff at the moment. Um, Tango Gameworks currently working on development of Ghostwire Tokyo, set to release soon, this year, 2022. Uh, It is a one-year timed PC and PS5 exclusive. Any other projects are unknown. They have at least two other games in development, Tango. Hmm. Ghostwire Tokyo looks good. That one we've known about for a number of years now as well. Yep. Uh, Zenimax Online Studios. Hey, who would have guessed it? Elder Scrolls Online. Don't need to read any more than that. All right. Uh, next up is a bunch of activism shit, but I can already tell you it's all Call of Duty, so we can skip over that. Yeah. Um, Blizzard is Blizzard shit. We already know all that, and I don't feel like spending time on them at the moment. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else here that really needs to be cool. Well, talked about because that was a lot. I'm more curious about the stuff we don't know about. Yep. So I want to learn more about these projects that have the name, nothing more attached to it. They may not yes. be interesting at the end of the day to me. And once we find out what they are, but you know, the potential of some of these are are, are intriguing. Yes, we don't I do those often because they're fucking long. Oh my god, yeah. my throat's killing me. Like I said though, man, I'd be up for a fucking uh I'd be up for some uh Planet of the Apes, depending on how they do it, man. That sounds like it could be fun. Yeah. But uh we shall see the way they do it, right? But yeah, we do those like every once in a while whenever there's more information and you know, they usually drop well. those usually happen like right before like uh a conference or like a an E three type of deal, which you know that the summer games fest, those kind of things. It's usually when you get those. So yeah, I think that one happened because of the Microsoft acquisition more than anything of uh, 
Blizzard yeah, active, yeah, yeah. active Blizz. They need to update that with a place with a, uh, a PlayStation one now that, or you know, with the Sony one now that PlayStation right? is picking up some of these other, uh, you know, some of these other studios. But anyway, let's move on let's to go. the TV I news. Our, I think that's our gaming news for the day, though. No? It is. It is. So Daniel, now it's your turn to talk a bunch because my throat's dead. <laughs> uh. All right. So, TV news. Let's talk about what's coming to Disney Plus this upcoming month in February. What do we uh, got? So we have, starting on the second, we have uh, the chick, the Chicken Squad. Oh, that sounds like a Majin show. The Chicken Squad season one. We have uh, the new Air Force One Flying Fortress. We have the Book of Boba Fett chapter six, which hell yeah, can't wait. Uh, February 4th we have Never Been Kissed, Torn, Real Black Panther, Snow Dogs February 9th we have Alice's Alice's Wonderland Bakery season 1 February 9th also the the season finale of the Book of Boba Fett uh, and Assembled the Making of Hawkeye February 11th we have Russia's Wild Tiger, February 16th, Lost Treasures of Egypt Season 3, and The Assembled, The Making of Eternals. February 18th, The Wonderful Winter of Mickey Mouse. February 23rd, Free Guy, Secrets of the Zoo, Tampa, and The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, season or Episode 1, New Kids on the Block. And finally, on February 25th, Marvel Superhero Adventures, Frost Flight, and Way of the Cheetah. So out of all of that, Josh, anything... Uh, just the book Pickle of Boba your, stuff, your like fancy. the rest of that. And the rest of that is like, well, maybe the making of Hawkeye. Um, yeah, though this the Marvel assembled stuff, I I, I do watch because those are fun. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but yeah, pretty much for me, yeah, it's just that. And then the last episode of the book of Boba, yeah. Free Guy, I would have been hyped for, but I already watched it. So yeah, we already watched it. <laughs> but yeah, other um, than that, though, the rest of that is just kind of like meh. Yeah. I will on occasionally. I went through and watched. There was something on there where they showed off the Animal Kingdom at Disney and the and the zoo and like medical stuff behind the scenes there. That was pretty neat. But I don't know if there's anything else on here that I would check out. Ah, yeah, that's fair. I'm kind of the same way. I I, I don't really you know there, there isn't really a whole lot. But we can move on from that because guess what? We got our official trailer. For the Paramount Plus series uh, show, Halo the series, uh, dropped during the, uh, the the football playoff games last night. Um, so let's go ahead and check this out. I actually already reacted to this, and so did so Josh. Did I. Want, yeah, so if you want to go check out our reactions, you can go watch Josh's on his channel and then mine on my channel. Yeah, because uh, we've both already seen this. But we can actually talk about it here. Uh, Make sure to crush that subscribe button with your Halo swords. <laughs> yeah, you know, slash it with slash that like button with your energy yeah. sword. Anyway, uh, right, let's do this. Three, two, one, play. So th- th- this does what I hate is the trailer uh, for the trailer. Thing. I mentioned it in my fucking reaction. Like they did that trailer for the trailer bullshit. Yeah, uh, and this looks like it's gonna be different from the story of the games. Like it doesn't yeah. look like it's gonna be the same thing. They're going about it in a different way, which is kind of cool, I guess, you know? Because, I mean, you know. It's a fresh story, right? Like, it's... 
I will say though, I think it looks great. Like, like I think it looks cool. Yeah, like, I think Chief's armor, armor looks, looks, looks sick. The energy swords look fucking great. The CG, you know, for the Covenant and everything looks solid. So like looks wise, I think it looks great, man. Like, like you know, just the way everything appears to, to be. Like I, I think, I think it looks good. Look at that energy swords. Yeah. Controllable. One thing that I did mention in my reaction is that it's going to be a little weird to get used to hearing uh, his voice, the voice of this dude. I said um, the same thing. Because we're just so used to hearing the other guy for, you know, 20 years. So it's going to be a little weird. We're used to hearing the chief. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him because to me he's the chief. The chief. Yeah, well, yeah. So we're used to hearing the chief, and the, this guy is the new chief, but he ain't the OG chief, so it's gonna be a little weird. I'm Cortana. And then Cortana, I believe, is the same Cortana. Yes, I believe did so. Bring her back, so that's cool. But yeah, this looks this looks pretty solid, dude. I want to check this out. I want to check it out as well. Uh, I also did not realize that it was coming so soon. Uh, and by that, Mar I mean March 24th. Like, I mean, it's not like super soon, but like, you know, it's sooner than I thought, actually. I thought this was going to be like I'm gonna need you end now. of the year type thing, you know? But here we are, man. March. I'm, I'm here for this, dude. I want to check it out. Yeah, it looks cool. Win the war. I just, I just got to know if he has one bullet and if it's enough. That's all I need to oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's enough. Is it? Is it though? I mean, you can only shoot one person with one bullet. Maybe two if they they stand in a line. I, I guess the idea is you kill one guy and then you take his gun. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's enough. But yeah, the show looks. I thought it looked cool. I, I definitely want to check it out. Even though I'm not like a Bass Halo fan, uh, the show looks great. The trailer looks awesome. So. Um, yeah, it looks, oh, yeah, looks solid. Check it out. Yeah. Also, yeah, yes, Loki, there was. Um, what's next? Alrighty, next up. Um, let's talk about how the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams are set for Super Bowl Fifty Six. Uh, as you mentioned earlier in the show today, uh, we've been watching a lot of NFL playoffs and like, we usually normally don't talk about like sports and stuff, but it is TV and I, both Josh and I love sports. So, you know, we, we, you know, occasionally we, we do bring it up, but I just, you know, wanted to bring this up because, uh, we had some good playoffs, uh, here the past few weeks and there was some hell of, hell of games happened yesterday. Where both the the Bengals and the Rams defeated their uh, opponents to move on to the the superb owl, as they say. Um, so yeah, we had uh, we had the Bengals beat the Chiefs, and then the Rams beat the Forty ers in two great games. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm ready for my Rams to to get the dub at home. Because <laughs> guess what? The Super Bowl is being hosted out here, over in SoFi, which I'm not that far away from. Like I'm actually really close to SoFi. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm hype. I'm excited. I'm 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 ready for, for 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 a home team dub. Um. 
you know, good job to the Bengals for making it this far because I'll be honest, I didn't think they would make it this far. But hey, man, they proved they proved plenty of people wrong. And they're they contenders. Ended out, yeah, they ended up taking out Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs, man. So good on them, dude. Uh, Mahomes, Mahomes. Forward. I just want to say, Mahomes looked weird in that game after a while. Like he was not throwing. Like I don't know if he took a hit or what, but he wasn't throwing like like he does. He wasn't doing like he normally plays. It was weird uh, when I watched that game. So I don't know if he took a bad hit or what, but he definitely got shook up somewhere during that game. Sorry, football has been amazing the past few weeks, guys. Like really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it really, it really has been uh, really, really, really good the past the, the past couple. This this whole playoff, you know, run mm-hmm. for for a lot of these guys has been uh, has been pretty pretty great. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited for the game. I'm hoping for 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 a good one. Um, yeah, I I, I just. All right. I'm 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 hyped, dude. I'm ready for for some some good fun. stuff going on here. Yes, sir. If you're good, I'll take this next one if you want, because I think I put it in here. It says Go for it. the it it takes two developer Hazel. I didn't know whether to put this, but it makes sense for it to be here. I think because it's between the two yeah. things. It says it yeah, takes two developer Hazelight Studio teams with the uh, is it DI or DJ? It's DJ Two Entertainment to adapt the game. Game for film and TV. So the article here is on Variety. It says, Hazelight 2 Studio, or sorry, Hazelight Studios has teamed with DJ2 Entertainment to adapt the video game It Takes Two for film and television. Variety has learned exclusively. The game follows the adventure of Cody and May, two humans transformed by magic into living dolls. Trapped in a fantastical world, they must overcome their fractured relationship and a variety of challenges in order to return to normal. And during their journey, they're guided by the love guru, Dr. Hakim. Uh, Creating the world and story in It Takes Two was so much fun for me and the team, said Hazelight founder and creative director, Joseph Fares. Fares. Since it has a strong narrative with many crazy characters and just just as crazy co-op action moments, the potential is huge for a great adaptation to film or television. The game is unique in that it does not have a single-player mode, but rather must be played as a co-op game with a friend, either in person or online. It has received strong reviews from critics since its release in March of 2021. It has won dozens of industry awards already, with over 3 million copies sold as of October 2021. DJ2 is honored to partner with Yosef Oscar and the incredible team at Hazelight Studios on the linear adaptation, media adaptation of It Takes Two said DJ2 CEO and founder Dimitri Johnson. Just like the rest of the gaming world, we fell head over heels in love with Cody, May, Rose, Dr. Akeem, and the imaginative fantasy universe Hazelight have created. I can't wait to bring these characters and this world to life on the big and small screen. At the time of this publishing, no studio network is attached to the project, but sources say it is currently the subject of a multi-party bidding war. Pat Casey and Josh Miller, the writers behind Sonic the Hedgehog and his upcoming sequel, are attached to adapt It Takes Two for the screen. Um, Quoted saying, The reception of It Takes Two has been absolutely stellar from press and players alike, said Wallenotis, Hazelight Studio Manager. We're excited for the opportunity to expand this beloved IP beyond gaming for both new and returning fans to appreciate. This is the latest video game project that DJ2 has set up in recent years. In addition to the Sonic the Hedgehog films, 
The company is also behind the Tomb Raider anime series at Netflix and is currently developing a show based on games like Disco Elysium and the film based on Sleeping Dogs. Now, I want this to be a film and I want it to win an Oscar because that would be fucking hilarious if the guy that said fuck the Oscars had to go up and help accept an Oscar. So let that happen. That would be the best. That would be the best. Um, uh, what do you think, Daniel? This is awesome, right? I think it's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we were talking earlier about how you know the acquisition of Bungie by um, Sony was a thing, and a lot, a lot of these game studios and and you know people that are making games are not only making these games just so, so they are only games. They're like trying to be like multimedia, you know, projects and IPs and shit now, right? So not only do you want your 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 idea for whatever you're doing to be a game, but you also want it to be potentially a, a movie or a TV show or you know whatever mm-hmm. else, right? So that's just the way things are now. And I, I'm I'm honestly I'm cool with it, man. As long as you make a good game, and then like you know the, the story can can translate well to other stuff then then fuck it i mean why not right like there's no i see no reason why not to do it so i'm i'm good with that i i I, this is also good because i want there to be better video game movies and you know and tv shows because you know there hasn't been a strong history of of that up until this point there's been some that have been decent but for the most part, there 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 isn't really like an you know an animus like or or you know one that everybody agrees that is like the best video game movie or anything. So I uh, we need more good stuff in in that regard. So um, yeah, I I, I definitely um, am for this. So I think it's a good thing. But uh, yeah, if that's all we got to say on that, we can move on. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. What's um, next? The other thing that I have is that uh, we have a trailer for we have an official trailer for Disenchantment Part Four. Okay. If you want to play that, we can go ahead and play. We that. sure can. Three, two, one, go. Look, boys, home sweet home. Attention, Dreamland! It's me, your mighty queen, Bean! Are you ready to welcome us? Oi, hey. Don't worry, there's no way they can hit us from this high up. So I actually need to watch part three, because I don't even think I've seen like that yet. But I will, try to be, I will try to get on that. Yeah, I think I'm behind. As well. So take it by force. Please gasp. center of the known world i'm sorry move over a couple of inches there you go dagmar's back every twist and turn in your ridiculous oh, yeah i mean this looks this looks fun and silly and goofy like previous seasons so. yeah i like it it's fun I, yeah it's a fun fun little show I, I i gotta i gotta catch up same i have no idea what's going on because it's been a while 
like this, no matter how annoying and stubborn and dirty. Who's with me? The crickets have spoken. The crickets have spoken. Signed a prenup secretly. That says what? We break prenup. Up. I don't know. I can't read. Aw, shut, shut up, Elmo. <laughs> Poor Elfo getting shitted on as always. Yep. Focusing on revenge and anger and wrath. Instead, just focus on what matters the most, and that's murder. Boy, I'm not done, murder. What you smiling about? <laughs> it's gonna take longer. Oh shit. Cool. February 9th. That is very soon. Yeah. That is like two weeks. That is a week away. So, Fun. Yeah. Cool. That is our uh, news, though, for uh, for TV. So we want to go ahead and move on with TV. Or, or Jesus, the movie news. We sure can. Because I'm going to need a break soon. Same. We'll, we'll, we'll have one after the uh, hear the movies, as always. Uh, yep. At the end of the new one news. But anyway, let's wrap up this TV new or movie news. New Line is moving forward with the Mortal Kombat sequel. Uh, with Jeremy Slater to write the script. Oh, wait, actually, pause. Pause. Pause, pause, pause. We have some breaking news. Do we? For the, for the TV news. Yeah, we just finished TV news, but we got some breaking news. Oh, Ross and Marshall Thurber. Spearhead flagship Dungeons and Dragons TV series for E1. Oh. So E1's ambitious plans for Dungeons and Dragons TV universe are starting to take shape with an A-list hire. The indie studio recently closed a deal with Red Notice filmmaker Ross and Marshall Thurber to creatively oversee a flagship live-action television series based on Hasbro's wildly popular fantasy role-playing franchise from Wizards of the Coast. Thurber will write and direct the pilot script as well as executive produce the hour-long project, which has been garnering interest from multiple buyers. Adapting Dungeons & Dragons for television has been a big focus for E1 following the company's acquisition by Hasbro. E1's president of global uh, television, Michael Lombardo, told Deadline in November. Uh, we don't want it to just be one show, so we are building out, developing out a multi-pronged multi approach for television. A, multi a number of scripted shows and unscripted, and we hope to be taking this out to the marketplace early next year, he said. Uh, the flagship live-action series, shepherded by Thurber, is expected to serve as a cornerstone of the TV universe as it continues to expand. Uh, given Netflix's ties with Thurber via the hit Red Notice movie, uh, and, and with Dungeons & Dragons via the TV series Stranger Things, the streamer is lucky to pursue Dungeons & Dragons TV series and related offshoots with other networks and streamers also interested so yeah we got we got cool. a lot of dnd stuff coming soon and while there is no network or, or platform or you know service streaming service attached to any of these they're just saying deadline is saying here that the uh, netflix might be strongly pursuing them given their relationship with the director here and the fact that they you know have been a huge part of uh, reintroducing D&D to people with uh, Stranger Things and all that, so. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. There you go. I'm looking forward. There you goes, man. There you goes. Alright. Back to anyway, we... Mortal Kombat. Yeah. 
Anyway, so yeah, there, there's going to be, a, a, as I was saying, New Line is doing a Mortal Kombat sequel. And uh, yeah, writer of uh, the Marvel Disney Plus series Moon Knight is uh, going to be writing this as well. Um, so, Josh, how do you feel about them doing uh, Mortal Kombat 2? I think it's great, because I actually, I like the movie. I don't think it was, like, uh, a mate, like, a, it's not going to win a fucking Oscar. It's a Mortal Kombat movie with action and stuff, so. Um, I think they did what they needed to do with it. Um, I think there's obviously a lot of room for improvement. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it, you know? I think, and I'm a big fan of Mortal Kombat in general, so. Uh, I look forward to a, a sequel that hopefully actually has the tournament in it because the movie did not. Yeah, the right. One. Spoiler. Uh, uh, what do you think? Were you a fan of the movie, the first one? I can't remember. I mean, it's been a while. I thought it was. I thought it was decent. I, you know, I, I wasn't like, you know, yeah. my mind over it or anything. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think it was terrible. You know, I'm like, all right, well, that's that's. I think it's right. just a. It's like one of those fun action movies. That's kind of a. I think they definitely could uh, could continue on to it by uh, by making a, a a sequel. That's probably uh, that probably will end up being better if you know if they do it right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, awesome. <clears throat> um. Next thing we have is a poster, new poster for the Batman, only in theaters March fourth. But yeah, we we got a new poster here, and I think it looks badish. Like it looks pretty fucking badish. I'm so yeah, excited cool. for this movie, man. I'm excited yeah, for this movie. Cool. Me too. It out. I think it's a solid, solid poster here. I like the group. I like the cast we got here. Very curious how this is gonna go. With this almost three-hour movie, um, ever since they released the uh, the the main theme on Spotify, I've been bumping the shit out of that because it's so good. Um, but yeah, I I think this looks great, so can't wait. Unmask the truth only in cinemas March twenty twenty two. Yeah, was, I'm in. Very cool. Very cool. Part of the reason I got the booster shot is I want to see this in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to the fact that everybody should be getting their booster shots. This was yeah, like, if I want to go see Batman, I need to get on this and go get, get it. Should be getting it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, next up. Masters of the Universe live action movie has found its new He-Man. So, uh, it was originally going to be Noah Centineo, but uh, West Side Stories Kyle Allen will be the new uh, Prince Adam, uh, since they've uh, kind of re- been reworking all that nowadays. Um, so, the movie is back on track with the new He Man set to pick up the power sword and bear those uh, chiseled muscles. As it says here in this Entertainment Weekly article, uh, the long gestating project, which previously starred uh, 
Nola Centennial or Centennio. I guess it's the same thing I just said, but anyway, uh, will be will be portraying He Man and Prince Adam officially landed back at Netflix. Uh, the live action movie will tell the origin story of the orphaned Adam discovering he's a prince destined to be the savior of a faraway land. He must quickly learn how to harness the power. Um, Master of the Universe was set up at Sony Pictures when Centennial was in the role, but following his departure, the Mattel has moved the project over to Netflix. And uh, now the Knee Brothers from The Lost City and Band of Robbers will co-direct the movie, which is based on a screenplay they penned with David Callahan, who worked on Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and Wonder Woman 1984. Um, Producers Todd Black, Jason Blumenthal, and Todd Tisch addressed the seemingly endless process to make a movie a reality. We've always been inspired by the fantastical world of Eternia, they said in a joint statement. This movie has been 14 years in the making for us and our partners, and we are so excited to tell an, uh, an entirely new story for the Masters of the Universe with the Knee Brothers and David Callahan from Mattel and Netflix and share it with the global audience. Um, so yeah, that's... Uh, that's... I, I, I just... I hope they do it well, man. I, I, I can kind of... I just uh I know there's I some just things don't know how this is gonna go, man. Yeah. Yeah, I there's just... some there's some things with the He Man thing going on right now. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know the way it's gonna go, but I mean I, I always hope for good things, but you know, you never know, man. I, I, I still haven't even watched part two of the uh the new animated show, you know, Revelations. Like I know I dropped yeah, they yeah. dropped part one, I saw that pretty early on when that dropped. And then I didn't. I haven't watched part two yet, so I gotta. I gotta check that out. But uh, yeah, this movie has been in the works for a very long time, and they just they haven't been able to do it right, man. I just the way you listen. The way He Man is is not that difficult, man. They they need to just He Man is Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings combined, right? Like that. That's as long as you do that, you'll be fine, man. Come on. Agreed. But anyway, moving on, we have one last thing here in the in the movie news. Uh, we have a trailer. Speaking of Netflix, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Boop. I haven't seen this yet. I haven't either. So you guys are gonna get my our, our I guess our live reaction here now. Yes. Uh. So. Let's go ahead and do that. Three, two, one, play. <clears throat> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> You have a vision for that place? Fuck that. Yeah, my vision for that place would be to get as far away as possible. My vision is I'm gonna poke my eyes out because I don't fucking I don't see that. What are you doing in our house? Oh hell no. We really shouldn't be here. 
Better get the hell out of there, man. Oh, hell no, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Man. I was not expecting to see that. Evil dead and don't breathe. Okay. I'm afraid your old friend's back. And the original Texas Chainsaw Mask. Oh, they are they are Halloweening this. I see. Yeah, that's what it looks like, right? With the, yeah, they sure with are. The fucking Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Idiots. Oh, fuck. Idiot, oh hell yeah, bro. I'm fucking I'm fine with that. <laughs> Cause that was funny. I don't think anybody's uh, bad about that one, man. That looks, dude, that's, that's so that looks cool actually. That actually I'm kinda I didn't know what the, I was gonna think of this. Uh that looks good. I wanna check that out. How about you? That's like two weeks away, man. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out, it, especially since it's on Netflix. Like, yeah, like, well, it, it ain't it ain't on a streaming service I don't have, so you know. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. It, it makes it a lot easier that it's on something that, that I do have. So hell yeah. And that looked that looked very very neat, very very cool. Oh man. Yeah, that looks good, man. I, I definitely. Uh... And I'm not even yeah, super into horror shit, so. You're you're totally right in the fact that they are Halloweening that. Like that is literally mm -hmm. that's literally what they're doing right there, you know. Hey, it worked for Jamie Lee Curtis. We'll see it work here. Yeah. yeah, yeah or try to it. anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it uh, we'll see how it pans out for for them over there. But uh, yeah, that looks that looks solid. Uh, and that also marks the end of our um. Uh, movie news and our news for the day. So uh, we'll that probably is the news. A quick break here, and then we will be right back, friends, to talk about our games of the year for the years of 1999 to 2009. Yeah, boy. So we'll see what our what our games were there. Definitely come and uh, check that out. We're gonna be doing that here again after the break. So we'll be back soon, guys. We'll be right back after this. Hello, everyone. We are back for the second half of the Clockwork Canteen episode 106. Which, goddamn, that's a that's a high number. 106. Oh, 106 right there. We're going, we're going all the way. Uh, but yeah, Daniel, if you want to set us up for the second half of the show, please do. Yes. Wow. So, you guys may recall that uh, last year, early last year, we did uh, a Games of the Decade from the years of 2010 to 2020. Mm -hmm. and uh that was fun 
So we figured, hey, let's do another one, but this time we're going to do 2000 or 1999 to 2009. And that's what we're going to be doing. It's going to be the 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 exact same thing but just for uh for for this set of years instead of, you know, the last set of years. So the way that that went was we do Josh has says his three from three to one. Then he says his honor or then he says uh or then I go my three to one and then we say our honorable mentions at the end. And we're gonna do that for every year, starting in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and finally until we end in two thousand nine. So that's how we're gonna do it. That's how it's gonna go again. Josh says his three top three. Go starting from three, then going down to one. Then I do mine, three, two, one. And then we start honorable mentions for the year. And that's how we're going to do it. It's it's cool. It, it's it's interesting seeing like what games he was into during a yeah. particular year. And what games I was into a particular year. And also, like I can say that for me, I have some years, I have some games in here that like I'll have them in the year that they came out in but i didn't necessarily play same certain games the year that they came out in same or or, you know but that's the year that they were released so i have them in that year you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll we'll get into more details on that as we uh i do want to add that as i was adding games to my list i tried to make sure that i had the u.s release dates because there are some things that I played that had Japanese oh, yeah. release dates. Yeah, so if same. something's jumbled up or in the wrong year, odds are I just grabbed it and got the wrong date by accident. So if somebody's out there with an encyclopedic mind of when this game came out in the U.S., I apologize if I missed something somewhere along the way, because that, that can't happen. Because um, yeah. there were some things I was looking at, and I was like, wait, this says Japanese release date. <laughs> um... But yes, Daniel, continue. Is there anything else that you want to add on there? I just wanted to throw that little no, tidbit I mean, in. I mean, that's pretty much going to be it. If you want to know how we did the one, you know, how it kind of goes, go check out our other video first. You know, the 2010 to 2021, because that's how we're going to be doing it. Um, So it's kind of like that. Um, But, uh, but yeah, definitely go see what's up with that. Uh, that's how we're going to do it. So we're going to go ahead and just yeah. get started here because th- these usually kind of go on for a while. So let's get started. Josh, like I said, you're going to, you're going to go start us off first. Okay. Like last I'll time. go first. So look, we're transporting you back to a time back to the year of, uh, of 1999. So think of, uh, you know, uh, think of the time, think of the, Think of Y2K. No, I'm kidding. Think of, uh, <laughs> think of uh, you know, uh, the, the Phantom Menace and the Matrix and whatever the hell you want to think about that came out that year. Whatever, whatever makes you feel good about 1999 or whatever. That's where we're going. That's where we're transporting you back into, because that's where we're starting off our list here today. So, yes, the year, like I said, is 1999, and we had we had some some solid games that that came out that year. So. Um, we each have our list. Like I said, Josh is gonna go first. He's gonna say his top three. Then I'll go my top three. And uh, right. 
Josh, let's do this. Start us off, my friend. What was your top so, three games of the year for 1999? So all of these, these top three at the very least, I played the year they came out, whether you believe it or not. Because in 1999, I was nine years old and probably shouldn't have been playing some of these. That that, that would seem like too complicated for a young boy to be playing, but I played them anyway. Let and my third, the boy play. <laughs> let the boy play. Um, at, at number three, I have three. Super Smash Bros. Uh, hey! Nintendo 64, getting it and playing with my sisters, of all people, and my dad, of all people, like, play Smash Brothers with me. Um, uh, and just sitting there and playing and not being able to fucking... I, I, dude, listen. The, so, nine years old, this was a long time ago. So, like... My brain will be like, was a long time ago. I'm pretty sure that you fight the giant hand in the original Super Smash Bros. And getting my ass kicked by it and having to get my dad to come in there and try to beat that fucking giant gloved hand. So, like, uh, cool, man. but yes, uh, Super Smash Bros. is my number three. Um, and honestly, it was like my only Smash Bros. for a fucking long time. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I had to put it in here because, like, I have fond memories, man, of playing that with my family. Yeah. Um, number two is the phenomenon that was known as Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, my my old man had this game, and I played the shit out of it, running theme parks, destroying bathrooms, so like the the people couldn't go potty because you're nine years old, and that's really funny to you. Um. And just running your own theme park. And that was a lot of fun. Um, and my number one was a good old Command and Conquer, Tiberian yeah. Sun. I will I will play that game to this day if there was like a fucking patch that make it run on modern systems, which I think there is one out there. I played this I played that game so much over the years. It it and his expansion pack. That dude it was it was crazy how much I played Command and Conquer over the years, um, and I think that's why I put it at number one. It's like Tiberian Sun for me personally. This is my personal list, obviously, so not everybody's list is the same. So don't come at me, but like for me, yeah. Tiberian Sun was just like it stuck with me so goddamn long. Uh, so that's why it's at my number one. Like I just absolutely adored that game. Still do to this day. I adore the Command and Conquer games. So how about you, Daniel? What are your what are your three from nineteen ninety nine? My top three for the year nineteen ninety nine. I have at number three Donkey Kong sixty four. Oh, yeah. I used to play the shit out of some Donkey Kong sixty four. Uh, I remember playing that game all the damn time. It was it was nuts. I don't think I ever beat it because you know I was just you know I was younger and I was like you know I don't. I, I didn't I didn't beat a lot of games, you know. I I just I just played them cuz you know you, you had them there. But uh played that um <clears throat> So that's my number 3. I remember yeah, the I remember the yellow ass cartridge, you know, for the N64 and everything and and it was, you know, I I these were the days where I played a lot of uh, a lot of N sixty four games. So you guys are gonna see that a lot of stuff on my list here is gonna be N sixty four shit. But yeah, I remember that yellow ass cartridge with DK in the front, fucking DK sixty four. Yeah, it was, I uh, also had that game. It was great. 
Uh, my number two is one that I definitely probably should not have been. Well, no, not definitely. Probably I definitely should not have been playing at the time, but I did anyway. And it was called Grand Theft Auto Two. I used to, <laughs> I did play Grand Theft Auto Two forever ago. That game is nuts, dude. There was this guy. There, let's call him Redshirt, because back back in these days, Grand Theft Auto was not the games that it is nowadays. It was um top down kind of like you you're you're had like an overhead view um of, of of everything and there's this like red shirt dude that would come over you and pressure you like give me he would he'd be like give me your wallet give me your wallet you know and he'd be like like just hassle your ass about that shit and uh yeah that, that's what i always remember and it, it was it was just definitely a different type of uh Definitely a different type of Grand Theft Auto game. This is again be, be way before the way GTA games are now, and it was just one that I had at the time that I used to play a lot, and uh, it was just yeah something I shouldn't have been playing back then. But hey, man, it's it's all good, dude. Uh, yeah, it, it was fun. So yeah, uh, that's my number two, and my number one, my game of the year for the year of nineteen ninety nine is Super Smash Bros. I played the shit out of Super Smash Bros. I had, like, cousins and stuff. We would all play this game and just, you know, it was it was, it was was the best time, man, like, just playing Smash Bros. on the N64. So I had hell of a time playing those games. Uh, but, yeah, that, those are my top three, which, you know... Oh, yeah, man. Two, two, two Nintendo, one PlayStation, because I played... DK and Smash Bros on the N64 and then uh GTA 2 I played I didn't play <clears throat> no I did I I did, I don't think I played on a PS1 but I played on a PS2. So even though it was a PS1 game I didn't play it till I had a PS2 later. So anyway. You know what's funny as we're si- as we're sitting here and going through our lists and things I'm just sitting here thinking like I was a PC gamer from like moment of birth. Because the very first technology that I really got introduced to, other than like, you know, the NES and stuff, was my dad had a computer and he liked video games on the computer. So like my whole list is like, I mean, I have some console stuff in here, but a lot of it is like computer shit that we played at like the time because dad was a, a gamer. Yeah. And so I've talked about it, my old man in Discord before about how, you know, he's like the guy that got me into games and stuff. Yeah, that's what's going to be interesting about the difference between your list and my list because I'm going to have a lot of console games on mine because I used to be more of a console gamer back then as opposed to a PC gamer. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely anyway. interesting. But yeah, it's just, it's just you know. But yeah, those are our games. This, that's our uh, top three for 1999. So, Josh, what are some of your honorable mentions for these? So, so, I looked at my old games of the decade list and I realized that I did top tens for some fucking reason like an idiot. So I did way more work than I should have. And then for some reason, I was like, I'm going to do top tens again. <laughs> like an I idiot. Mean, hey, so all it. my honorable mentions are top tens, really. Yeah. Uh, although for some, I, I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on them. But And they're not in any particular order either. They're just in here at this point. The only ones that are ordered are like my first three. Um, yeah. But I have Siphon Filter. You guys know that I've praised Siphon Filter. Every chance I get... I wanted a remake so bad and was so disappointed when I read that the dudes over there that make um, 
Siphon Filter oh, were like, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do with this IP. Yeah, I was so disappointed. I was like, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> next, I have Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Rogue Spear is on here because I remember playing it with my dad, like watching my dad or playing with my dad. I don't remember. It's been a long time, you know. He puts you out there on his lap and lets you play kind of thing. Um, next up, I have Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, which uh, is like if I I didn't play it a whole lot. Because I'm I was nine years old, man. I was playing fucking zombie games at nine years old. However, as I've repeated multiple times in this show, I have a dad, and my dad played Resident Evil Three Nemesis back in the day, which seems so weird to think about now that he played this game, um, uh, and stuff. So he played it a little bit, and I watched, and I think I tried to mess around with it a little bit, um. Next up, I have SWAT 3, Close Quarters Battle. SWAT, the SWAT games were fun back in the day. I played a lot of those. Um, Harvest Moon 64, Stardew before Stardew, bro. Running my own farm and milking the cow and stuff like that. Harvest Moon was on there. Um, Alien vs. Predators on my honorable mentions. The original one. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, the OG. And then at the very last honorable mention I have is Pokemon Snap is on here. Which I think was 99. I may have looked at the Japanese date. Let me look really quick. It says 99 on here. Um, so yeah. that's that's Those are my honorable mentions, Daniel. What are your honorable mentions? So my honorable mentions for the year of 1999 are... Pokemon Snap, the OG, mm -hmm. uh, Age of Empires 2, The Age of Kings, which I didn't play till later, uh, and then Mario Party, Ape Escape, Army Men 3D, Medal of Honor, Star Wars X-Wing Alliance, and last but not least, South Park Rally. Oh, damn. Those are some of my those are my honorable mentions for nineteen ninety nine. Hell yeah. Uh, do you want to start us off for the year two thousand, my friend? Sure. We'll we'll, we'll I'll, I'll start so us off. So my yeah yeah. So for the year two thousand, my top three, <laughs> starting with number three, is Spider Man. Yes, there was a Spider-Man game that came out in 2000, and this is before the Sam Raimi movies. And it was, uh, you know, before the, the current Insomniac one, obviously, because it was 20 years ago or 22 years ago now. But it was a, it was a really cool Spider-Man game that I played on the PS2, but it was a PS1 game. And uh, it was fucking cool, man. It was like, I believe, based off of the, uh, um, I want to say the animated series, but I don't really remember exactly. But anyway, it was developed by Neversoft and in Activision using the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game engine, um, and uh, 
Yeah, it 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 had like Doc Ock in it, and 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 Carnage, and Scorpion, Rhino, Venom, Mysterio, and uh, it had narration from like Stan Lee and stuff. It, it was pretty cool, man. It was, it was dope back in the day, you know. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed that game. It was it was good. I remember playing it a lot back in the day, and then uh, yeah, so that was my number three game. For 2000 my number two game of the year 2000 is pokemon stadium i played the shit out of pokemon stadium <laughs> um this is another one of those games where like i really enjoyed just playing it you know having your pokemon and having them battle other train you know the gyms and the trainers and all that and, and the big thing was you know i I'd, I'd have people to play with like cousins and stuff and family and everything so I uh, would play the mini games so much, so much, like like a lot, a lot, a lot. And originally, this game was released in Japan in 1999, but I don't live in Japan, and we didn't get this till the year 2000. So that's why it's here for me in 2000. So if you so if you're wondering, like, oh, yeah, this, this game came out before 2000, I'm not in Japan, all right? I'm I'm, I'm using. I'm in North America, all right? I'm in We're the, using freedom United, time. I'm in the United <laughs> States of America. The United States are free. We, this, this is when we got the game. It was in February 29th of the year 2000. And I remember, like I said, I remember playing this game uh, a whole hell of a lot. And yeah, it was just it was just good times, man. It's some of the some of the best fun I've had in a Pokemon game was in Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2. So those are those are good stuff. That's why that one is my number two game of the year for the year 2000. And my number one, this is my game of the year for the year of 2000. I played this game so much. Uh, and that game is called Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. Uh... God damn, I played the shit out of that game. I played that so much. Um and yeah, I, I, I just I enjoyed that game so so much. It was it was I couldn't tell you like how many I, I stuff like this, like I was I was making my list to these to these games. Also, I, I guess I, I realized that I kind of put this game in the wrong spot because I guess it came out in 99, you know, because Phantom Menace came out in 99. So maybe this year shouldn't even be in, this shouldn't even be my game of the year for nine for 2000. It should be my game of the year for 99. So I kind of messed up on that already. Sorry. <laughs> but, but, but I played the shit out of this game and it makes me wonder. It makes me wish that there was a way to track how many hours I spent on a game. Yeah, I was going to say, the day. you probably played it a shitload ton in 2002, buddy. Yeah, I know. So, so I guess it kind of makes sense to me having it here. But anyway, <laughs> I wish there was a way that I could track how many hours I spent on a game. Like, you know, nowadays you just look on Steam mm -hmm. or you look at, you know, whatever, and it tells you how many hours you spent on a game. Back then, though, like, if I could, if I could, like, just, if there was a way to track how, how you know, the number of hours that I spent on a game, like that would be so so fascinating. Just just so that I, you and I could know, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I, I I would, 
I would I would love to uh to find out about that. But anyway, um, yeah, I I so that that's my that's my game of the year for uh for uh for two thousand. Even though I guess it's technically a ninety nine game, which I I fucked up on that, so my bad. But hey. hey. I probably played a shit ton in 2000, like Josh said as well. So anyway. You have nothing to say my bad about, because by God, I got confused on some goddamn dates, and I had to be like, where, where is this at again? Because I honestly, trying to... First of all, we're going from 99 to 2009, right? We're looking at all the games that came out that year. We're, we're trying to double-check years. It is not a big deal if you get one wrong, like a date mixed up. It's That's a lot of shit we looked at. So, hey, man, it's fun. You did not do anything fucked up or wrong. Um, yeah, totally cool. Because I'm sure I probably have some in here that somebody's gonna be like, "That's yeah, not right. You got yes, the wrong date." I don't. I don't give a fuck. Um. Uh. So yeah, I guess it's my turn now. Um. For the year 2000, I have at my number three, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Hey. Um. We did not have Game Boys, but let me tell you something. Blockbuster used to be a thing where you could go and rent shit. And you know what they had that you could rent? You could rent a Game Boy Color from them. Um, which is what we did. We rented Game Boy Colors. We rented Pokemon because I had sisters. And back in these days, my sisters actually played video games instead of being worthless and useless people in real life. Um, but yes, they we played Pokemon Gold and Silver, and I still think about it to this day. My parents go, you know, my mom specifically would be the one that take because my dad's kind of like a homebody would take us to Blockbuster, and we'd be like, we want to play Pokemon. Can you rent us Game Boys? And we rented Game Boys, and we played Pokemon. And I don't know, it's just such fun memories of being a kid and I, going to Blockbuster and bonding with the parent that took you and to get this stuff that you wanted to play and they made it possible. Like, it makes you appreciate having parents and somebody that cares about you to do that type of stuff. Um, so, I don't know. Just stuck in my mind, like, yeah, that's my number three for those reasons. Um, yeah. Number two started a love affair that continues to this day with me. Uh-oh. Uh, with these guys. Um... They even have a game coming out like next month in February. Um, so Shogun Total War. This was where I fell in love with Total War games. This is where a lot of us fell in love with Total War games. Being and this is also probably started my love of samurai because like, mm. and like obsession with like Japan and stuff because like I didn't know any of that shit, you know, other than like a movie that was on maybe. But this let me be the. The head of the of the clans in one of the in one of the in ancient Japan and have samurai and ninjas and the little the little videos would play when your ninjas were doing an assassination and uh, if they succeeded it'd be an awesome cool kill animation if they failed horribly they would fall out of a tree and break their necks and stuff <laughs> like that and like I can't tell you the love affair I have with Total War and those guys over there that do it. And Shogun is the game that started all of that. And, like, I don't even know what drew me. I just remember it being a big red box with a samurai on the front of it. Because this is back when you went and bought a PC game, or any game, really. It's in a giant fucking box, right? So, like, I just remember that. And I was like, Total War Shogun, what's that? And, by God, I, to this day, still love it. 
Number one is another game that appeared on the previous list. Uh, mm. Just a different title. Um, Command and Conquer Red Alert 2. There you go. Dude. I loved Command and Conquer growing up since, like, I was five years old, like, when that original Command and Conquer game came out. And I remember my, even as a five-year-old or five or six years old, I remember my dad playing it. I remember sitting there watching. I remember sitting there and watching when, when Kane comes in and shoots Seth in the back of the head in that FMV video for being a traitor and trying to get you to attack the Pentagon like some crazy fool, right? Well, in Red <laughs> Alert 2, the opening mission is you attack the goddamn Pentagon if you start the, start the Russian campaign. Um, uh, Command & Conquer Red Alert and Command & Conquer, it just has such a history. And like, even though like nowadays it's kind of a... It's a little bit defunct, but I hope it kind of comes back. Um, Red Alert 2 was just perfect. The perfect amount of, of, of cheesiness in the full motion videos, of of, of, of cool characters, and, a, and just a crazy story of the Russians. It's Red Dawn, the video game, basically. You know, and once again, playing like skirmish multiplayer with my dad. Because by this point, I had one of his old PCs, I think. Um, that he, my dad used to, when he would get tax refunds, he'd get a new PC and I would get the hand me down. Right. So like by this point I had, I had my own PC. Um, and we would play two player skirmished and, and stuff like that. I just, it's just such fond memories of those games and, and, and growing up and playing them. So that is why Red Alert 2 is absolutely my number one. Nice. Daniel, you got some honorable mentions for us. I do. I have a few, not many, for this year, but I have a few. Um, I have The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Perfect Dark, and Time Splitters. Those are awesome. my three honorable mentions. Yeah, because I, like I said, I played the shit out of Perfect Dark back in the day as well. And then, I mean, of course, Majora's Mask. I mean, come on. That's, uh, you know, it's classic classic for, for for those days all right my on, my honorable mentions are the sims uh because i mean everybody played the sims in my household i mean fucking every my mom played the sims um next up i have a game that i don't know if anybody knows this game but me uh because I, I but i remember playing the shit out of it um it is called kessin or keshin um, it was kind of like a feudal Japan, almost a little bit like, it made me think of Di Dynasty Warriors a little bit. It may have been like the thing that led me into Dynasty Warriors a bit. And the only reason I, like most of the stuff I'm just going to read off. Um, but this one I wanted to talk about for just a second because it was like, I remember playing this and it being cool and always wanting like a sequel to it. Um, next up we have Crazy Taxi. Cause remember the crazy oh, taxi? I that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was at some point during my childhood that I had a fucking Dreamcast, and I don't know what ever happened to it. Um, uh, I don't know if we got rid of it or what, but I had a Dreamcast at one point. Next up, as honorable mention, I have Soldier of Fortune, which I should not have been playing at all. It was I don't know. Did you ever have you ever played any of the Soldier of Fortune games, Daniel? 
Um, I don't think so. So, these games were gory? And, like, you could blow off limbs and shit and with, like, bloody, bloody messes. And I was like, I should not have been playing this. But I adored <laughs> it. I loved it because I was young and that stuff appealed. Violence appeals to violence me. I woke up and chose violence that day. Um, and then I have the Spider-Man game on here as well because I also played it. Um, I believe I start 2001, correct? Because we went... We went. I went ninety nine, then you went two thousand. So I start two thousand one. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at my list. I'm like, it's amazing how many games are on my list or things my dad played, um, yeah. and got me into. So at number three, I have a game that started a franchise that has since ended, but still invented the word bullet time, or pretty close to it in video games. Max Payne. Um, Max Payne, the original Max Payne, was a dark fucking noir shooter game. You are Max Payne, and his you've got a wife and a and a kid, and they're both hor like a baby, not like a kid, like a baby that are both horribly murdered at the start of the game by a bunch of drug addicts when you come home. Um, so if you've never played the Max Payne games. That's not a spoiler, because that's the opening act of the goddamn game. And Max just goes down a a rabbit hole of alcoholism and painkillers till he can figure out what happened and set it up. Set all this up. Uh, so, loved Max Payne, except for those terrible dream sequences where you had to follow this little red spiderweb line, and if you fell off, the game, you died, like, immediately, which were really bad. Number two, I'm pretty sure, is on Daniel's list. Um, I have oh, Conker's Bad Fur Day on here. Yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I play... Oh, man. I'm Just go ahead. I'll talk about it. No, bro. I played a fuckload of Conker's Bad Fur Day back in the day, fighting the weasels and shit, and, like, the multiplayer thing. Uh, and, like, the, the evil teddy bears, and, and the fucking just... the And you have fucking swords, and, like... Bro, I, I can't tell you how much time I spent on Conker's Bad Fur Day. It was so much fucking fun. And, oh my goodness. I played a ton of it. Um, and my number one is a game that started me in a love affair with, like, a, a bad love affair with this company. Because it hurt me many times over the years. <laughs> because of who it was run by and what this person would say. Um, but Lionhead Studios, black and white. Uh, I played that game so, so, so much. I've heard um, a lot about this game from you, but I never played it myself. I played it so much. It's a god game where you're a little floating hand and you fly around and you have a little angel dude that gives advice and a little devil demon guy that kind of looks like Crumb a little bit from fucking Ah, Real Monsters. Crumb, last of Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Shout out to Conan. Shout out. Um, and like you could be a good god or a bad god and you had a creature that would follow around and kind of do your bidding and you'd perform miracles to grow stuff and you had worshippers and more worshippers you had the more power and influence you exerted man if you if you've never played black and white I wish there was a way for you to play it but it's like impossible now uh, you have to pretty much pirate this game and I don't even know if it works on modern systems um 
But I I played so God, so much black and white over the years. I miss it. I miss it. I, I could cry is how much I miss this game. Um and that because it just it started me down a path of 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 this studio. This is back before I realized this is back before I followed studios. Right? Like I didn't realize I didn't know what Lionhead Studios was. It wasn't until a few years later where I started following like, oh, these guys make this thing. All right, I'm going to keep an eye on them kind of thing, you know, because you're a kid. Don't realize. Um, but yeah, black and white, my number one for 2001. Well, how about you, Daniel? What are your 2001s? All right. Um, my games of the year for the year of 2001 are as follows so my number three game for 2001 super smash bros melee played the shit out of that back in the day again just you know having cousins that had the game and you know it's just everybody all together beating the shit out of each other with, with nintendo characters so it was always a good time so i have a lot of fond memories and and and, and play time with that game so um so yeah that's my number three and then my number two is as josh mentioned earlier conquers bad fur day that game was played for me so much yeah holy hell dude holy hell did i play that game so much (laughs) that is still to this day one of my favorite games and dude if, if if microsoft ever like came out with this game on like pc i would insta buy it like i'd, mm-hmm. I'd pre-order it like i i i love that game dude it is one too. of the one of my favorite games of all time it's Absolutely. so fucking good i had such a fun time with that game and it was i got a lot of memories of that one too man like the multiplayer stuff played a lot so like i played the regular game like a lot but the multiplayer oh my dude from the from the bootleg uh you know, uh, what was I thinking of? Fuck them, the Mr. Pink, the Mr. Green, was it the fucking Reservoir Dogs or whatever? Yes. From from the bootleg Reservoir Dogs to the fucking you know the Ooga Booga shit with the with the Raptors and the the Cavemen and and then you got the Teddies versus the Squirrels and the you know oh dude, what a what a what a blast that game was! I definitely oh, played that before before so I should much. have as well. Yep. But I dude, it's it it was it was great, man. It was such a such a great game. Um a lot of cool references in it as well. Like, you know, obviously you got like the alien reference and the matrix and all this other stuff in, in the story mode, and then you know, it's just man, what a what a fun what a fun game that was. So shout out to Conquer's Bad for a Day. That's a, it's a super solid game. If you're listening, Microsoft and Rare. Give me a PC, uh, PC version of of the uh, of this game. Miss our uh, boy Conquer, bring him back. And 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 also let me be clear that I would like a OG version. So don't give me live and reloaded. Give me uh give me the original version. All right, thank you. Um. Anyway, so that's my number two game of the year, and then my number one game of the year for the year of two thousand one is a game that I love so much because I literally do not know. I don't know how many hours I spent on this game. Like, this has to be one of my most played games of all time. 
because I don't know how many hours I have in this. But between the base game and the expansion and the the countless number of mods, and I still occasionally play this game every once in a while because there's a there's a mod the modding community for this game still goes strong. My number one game of the year for 2001, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds, baby. I played the ever living fuck out of this game. And like I said, I still <laughs> play it every once in a while. Shout out to the modding community. Shout out to Expanding Fronts. Go give those guys some some support because they are still working on this game to this day. Go Google Star Wars Expanding Fronts. It is a awesome, awesome uh, fan-made mod expansion for Galactic Battlegrounds that is so awesome. Go give them all the support. Go look their stuff up because it is, it is an awesome, awesome mod. They've added new factions, new characters, and they come out with updates every once in a while. And uh, yeah, go go give them a go give them a, a look and, and a follow and all that good stuff and support them and everything. But anyway, Galactic Battlegrounds. Yeah, dude, I remember like I would play this game. Like I remember specifically. Like I remember. I have a particular thoughts in my mind. Like I back in the day when I was forced to go to church and all that shit. Right, you know, as a kid and everything. I remember mm-hmm. playing this game Sunday mornings before church, just fucking playing Galactic Battlegrounds, dude. And like just playing it on the weekends when I didn't have to go to school and playing it like, you know, just just to mess around with the scenario editors and and like, oh, let me just play a standard game here and you know, you know, let me let me let me, you know, do things that you couldn't do in the movies, like, you know, have uh the Naboo fight the, you know, the Empire or, you know, uh, have the Republic fight, you know, whoever they weren't supposed to be fighting because the timelines don't match up, you know, like just, just random stuff like that. Like, you know, that game, maybe the first time I, I knew what a Gundark was because they show one in like the yeah. tutorial. <laughs> like... Yeah. The tutorial with the Wookiees, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. And then you boy and you know Lars Prime with Qui Gon and and Atatitic and all those guys, man. That, that yeah. So yeah, that's what, that's hundred percent my game of the year for two thousand one because that is a game that still to this day I will play because of the mods and and, and everything that they've continued to add to this game. Uh, so yeah, I, I I love Galactic Battlegrounds. That seriously, this is if if there was a way to count how many hours I spent on this game since it's it's released back in the day, it would be one of the higher amount of hours that i've ever had playing a game so yeah collecting battlegrounds i really wish um they would do an updated galactic battlegrounds with some of the new content of the new movies and shows and everything because that would be incredible incredible yes but anyway <clears throat> yeah so that, those that's my uh top three for 2000 and one um, so I believe now is our turn to do some honorable mentions, right? Because you, uh... yes, I'll do honorable mentions and we throw back to you for yours. All right. All right. So obviously I have Star Wars Galactic as my honorable mention as well. Um, next up, I have Red Faction. Uh, 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 get your ass to Mars and 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 lead a revolution because that's what Red Faction's all about. Um, I, I, my dad played my, once again, my dad comes up a lot in this early list. Um, 
Got this game, and it. I just remember thinking, oh my god, I have a rocket launcher, and I can shoot at my feet, and it blows a hole in the ground. And I, you could literally keep doing that until you dug yourself in a hole that you couldn't get out of. So I remember thinking, this is amazing! And now look at where we are in terms of gaming. Um, yeah. After that, I have the original Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Um, played the fuck out of that. Killed some Nazis and some ancient occult leaders. Um, after that, I have Alien vs. Predator 2. I loved it. I also played the expansion pack for it later on when it came out as well. Um, then I have Stronghold, which is like a medieval base building type game with a story. And then I put Halo on here, even though I, we've just recently completed them, but I was like, it probably deserves a spot on the list, right? This is 2001. Halo is a big thing. Yeah. Um, so it's here. It's an honorable mention. And then I have Kessen 2, which Kessen 1 was on the previous list. Uh, or one of them. Yeah, the previous one. And Daniel, this must have been when I had my Dreamcast, because I played Shinmu 2 when it came out. Um, oh, wow, yeah. I never had a Dreamcast. I don't know what, no, how I, I ended up with one, to be honest with you. If I had one, it's because of my dad. I'll tell you that in them early days, because my mom... Was not about that shit, but my dad was. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your honorable mentions, Daniel, for the year 2000? So honorable mentions for the year 2001, I have Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader, Pokemon Stadium 2, uh, Batman Vengeance, Grand Theft Auto 3, Halo Combat Evolved, Luigi's Mansion Time, oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which I didn't play till like a couple years ago, but it came out in two thousand one. So here it is. Yeah. And then I remember you playing it. Star Wars Episode One: Jedi Power Battles. That game I played a shit ton as well, but it was kind of frustrating. So <laughs> that's why it's an honorable mentions. <laughs> and then Star Wars Starfighter. Remember Star Wars Starfighter? That game. That game was fun. Uh, so that's on my honorable mentions. And then I have two more. Final Fantasy X. So I have never really played any Final Fantasy game apart from fourteen, which is the you know the, the online one. But back in the day, I don't know how long ago this was, but I remember at one point I was at like my uncle's house or something. And like he let me just like pick a game and play it. And for some fucking reason, I don't know why. I guess the cover just the cover of the game just like called to me or something <laughs> because I picked up Final Fantasy 10 and I played like the first, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of that game. And for some reason, I have very nostalgic feelings about a game that I never, never played. And for that reason, Final Fantasy 10 is on in at least an honorable mention for me. Uh, if they ever release this game, if they ever do a remake for it like they did for 7, for PC or whatever, then I will definitely pick it up and play it because I want to see if these nostalgic feelings I have for this game that I hardly ever played are are, are valid. But anyway, uh, and then the last, my final honorable mention on here is RuneScape. And I didn't play RuneScape back in 01. I played RuneScape like in 06, 07. 
Um, but it came out in 01, so that's why it's on here. But yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play it till like 2006, 2007 myself. Um, so yeah, uh, it's on here, but I didn't play it till till you know five, six years after. But anyway, that's my. Uh, those are my honorable mentions. Cool. For 2001, Josh, you want to get us started on 2002? No, because it's your turn to go. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> it is. Okay, I, 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 I'll be honest. I I, I'll be honest with you. I wrote it down because I knew I would forget. <laughs> oh, I, for, I forgot too, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> Let's go. I, I will start us off then. So, 2002. I have... Th- this is kind of a tough one because 2002 is a good year. Oh, my goodness, it is. This is a good year. I know you. I know. I remember like a couple days ago when you were doing your list, you sent me a message. I uh, sent a message. I was like, "This is a good year." Like, <laughs> There's so, so many, much. so many games came out in 2002. Holy shit! That was your message. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyway, 2002. This is this is tough for me because again, there's a lot of good games that came out this year. But again, you have to remember this is our list, so we have to go with games that we really, mm-hmm. you know, vibe with and everything. So. I will say this: I have a lot of honorable mentions for 2002. Oh right? shit. <laughs> All right, my my number three game for 2002 is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Vice City, what a game. What a mm-hmm. game, what a time. I played that a lot. I played it a lot, but still, it wasn't the the, G, the GTA in that era that it was my favorite or, or, or you know, or, 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 you know, whatever. But still, I played that one a lot. It's a great game. I hope that if they do make a GTA 6 or whatever, I hope that the, you know, I'm much like everyone else, I kind of hope we go back to Vice City because uh, uh, I, I would love to go back there. But anyway, uh, yeah, Vice City, dude, what a game, what a soundtrack! Like I still, anytime I hear, you know, a, you know, Flock of Seagulls, I just I always remind yeah. me of Vice City, you know, and I ran. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, so yeah, just good times, man. That was such a such a fun fun game at the time um my number two game of the year for 2002 is star wars jedi knight 2 jedi outcast um hell of a game um again this isn't my favorite of the series for the jedi knight series but it's up there and it is uh really cool to play as a uh, kyle katarn with a lightsaber and, and just take out the reborn and and all that good stuff and 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 anyway yeah it was a fun fun game uh it continued the story of, of of that and then uh my number one game is star wars bounty hunter this is the Django fett game dude i remember getting this game for christmas of 2002 i i guess and what a what a fucking game this was, man! I remember playing the hell out of this. You play as Jango Fett, you take down bounties, and the way that they tied it into Episode Two and everything was so awesome. Because basically, you get the story of how Jango Fett became the. Uh, how, first of all, how he found the Slave One, and then how he became like the clone template. You know, he kills like Kamari Bosa. You know and. And then you you deal with other bounty hunters like Montross, you or the Mandalorian bounty hunters like Montross, and you get to see some of his backstory with Jaster, Mareel, and and you know how the how the that that just the the pre 
episode two story for for Django and all that, and it was this was really cool, man. How it tied into the the open seasons comics and everything, because I loved the shit out of those uh, those comics back in the day, and it's just yeah, I, I get I get so many like good I get so much good nostalgia from from that game, because man, that was the shit back in the day. Hell yeah, bud. So yeah, I uh, those are my top three. And, uh, yeah, I, I got plenty of honorable mentions for you guys here once we're, uh, once Josh is, is next. So, Josh, okay. top three, 2002. Top three is one on, my number three is one that you had on your list. It's Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. Hey. Kyle Katarn returns. And, uh, man, I played this game so much. Um, and multiple times. This is one of those first games where I played this thing. Multiple runs through it. Um, fighting the fucking giant lizard, Dasan. The fucking T-Rex mm. of, of Star Wars. <laughs> um, and just the, I just remember thinking, it's so... You get to the end, and there's an attack on the temple and all that stuff. And fucking Luke shows up at one point. This fucking game was the dopest shit you will ever see in play. I enjoyed this shit out of it. Next up, at my number two, I have a game that... Before we had a bunch of comic book games, we didn't have many, all right? So this is like one of the few that there was. But this is my number two, Freedom Force. If you ever played Freedom Force... Freedom Force. Look this up, man. Like, this is... It was a real-time tactical role-playing game where you guide a team of superheroes as they defend Patriot City from a variety of villains, monsters, and other menaces. The game, I feel like you could play this today and have a lot of fun in it. Episodes were set up and you get new heroes and they were like they were like issues of a comic book. Um but you have a character that's obviously meant to be like, here's here's Captain America, but not. Here's Knockoff Human Torch. Uh, and he's a, like a Latino guy named El Diablo. Um, <laughs> and like, here's all that. Here's somebody that's obviously the fucking. Like, if you look at the cover of this, look at giant Iron Man back there in the Iron Man one outfit. You know? Like, these guys are obviously knockoffs of some Marvel properties, but. Man, I loved this game. It was a lot of fun. Um. It was, again, one of those um, games that I played and beat multiple times over a period of time. Um, so, Freedom Force. I would love to play it again today. Freedom just to Force. See I, I, never, I never heard of that game. I think they even had a sequel later, but I never played it. Um, and my number oh, one... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yep. Wait a minute. Yes, what you have. I feel like I... Something familiar? Something hitting no, you? I feel like, I, no, I feel like that cover, I've seen it before somewhere, but I definitely haven't played it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I no. googled it real quick, checked out the cover, and I'm like, Freedom Force. Man. I remember you used to go into like Walmart, and you would see it up there for sale, so maybe you saw it on display, man. I remember it being there. I don't know, dude, but hey, that you know what that reminds me of? That's like some City of Mist shit right there, dude. It feels like right? a video game or something, man. Like, here's some of the character names, by the way. We have... It's There's eight. literally a, a character named Law. <laughs> oh wow! That she looks like, uh, like, uh, Lady Justice that's blind. And there's a character named Microwave. 
And then there's what Liberty the Lad. Uh, and there's Minuteman. And and uh, Mentor and, and Manbot. And that, obviously a player named Man. A dude called The Bullet. Like, <laughs> some of the names are ridiculous, but... Um, Freedom Force was fun, man. Played the shit out of it back in the day. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you guys are wanting to check this game out, you can get it over at GOG or GOG.com for five ninety nine. Yeah, I might get it again. Run it, play it again. Um, my number one, I was conflicted here, but I had to put it on here, like just because, even though the recent news with Blizzard is bad, Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos was life changing for me. It made me a Blizzard fan. Um, for so long, I fell in love with that world and those characters with it. It was the first Warcraft game that I played. I know they had more before that, but it was the first one I played. Um, going through Arthas' storyline and, you know, all the all the awesome characters and the setting and Thrall and Jaina Proudmoore and meeting those characters. I fell in love with, with Warcraft. And that was the thing that made me fall in love with it. Even though all these years later, you know, the fall from grace is real. 2002, Josh didn't know anything about that. He just loved video games, you know, and uh, still do. So whenever I look at Warcraft 3, I just I want to go back and play it. I can't help it. Um, so, yes. Daniel, your your giant list of honorable mentions. Let's hit them. Honorable mentions, starting with number one. Honorable mention number one uh, for 2002, Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos. <laughs> uh, again, I this is another one of those games, man. That oh my god, it would have made my top three, but this is just a stacked year, and I just uh, man, you you guys know, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars guy, so I had to have I I just I I played more Star Wars stuff during this time than I did anything else, but. But man, Warcraft Three would definitely be in my top five. That's for sure. If I had like, mm-hmm. made like a top five instead of a top three, it'd be in there. Um, yeah. So Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos, dude. Playing through, like you said, Arthas' story and everything, and it was just what a what a fun game, man. What a fun game. I I wish they would do a, a Warcraft Four, man. But like, I just you know I know WoW is like since two thousand four has been shit. We might get it with the Microsoft thing, acquisition. You know, you never know now. What we might I get. Hope. That'd be cool, man. I'd, I'd I'd be down for that, dude. Like, I, like honestly, I'd, I'd be I'd be all for it, dude. Like, give me give me a Warcraft four, man. You can have you can have WoW and another Warcraft game at the same time, right? Absolutely. So yeah, I um. Yeah, I um. I I I really like that game. Much like Josh said, I'm not even. I'm not even talking about Blizzard nowadays because we're this is we're talking about Blizzard back in the day, and because I'm talking about Warcraft Three, all right? This is before their current issues, and uh, that that was a great game. That was a great game. Um, I wish that the um, the the what is it the reforged version or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. I wish that wasn't so botched because I would have really liked to have uh, you know gotten that but whatever it is what it is that was uh that was a hell of a game that i really enjoyed and loved back you know back when i when i first played it so um yeah i uh 
number one for my honorable mentions. Next honorable mention, I have Age of Mythology, another RTS. Um, again, there was a lot of good games in 2002. Age of Mythology is one of those games that I played a lot of, but it has to be in here, man. This is honorable on my honorable mentions. It absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have Star Wars The Clone Wars. This was a PS2 GameCube game. Um, the majority of this game is you're fighting around in like tanks and stuff, but it, but, uh, it came out like I think like right after episode two, like it came out in the same year as episode two. But basically, like you know, the start of the Clone Wars, and you, you got a little bit of story in it. And the like I said, the majority of it is you're in like tanks and shit. But I, I from what I remember, it had a pretty, uh, pretty fun. Uh, I remember playing that as well. Pretty fun story, yeah. So that's in my honorable mentions. And then, what else is in my honorable mentions? Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Super Mario Sunshine. Probably one of my favorite Mario games. Uh, gotta be in here. Gotta have it. Next up, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. I had, I had the, the normal Starfighter in here in 2001, so I gotta have Jedi Starfighter in 2002. Uh, Star Wars Racer Revenge. Uh, Metroid Prime. Uh... Kingdom OG Kingdom Hearts, because even though I'm not the biggest fan of Kingdom Hearts, I do remember having, I do remember playing the first two games back in the day when they came out, and you know, it was it was it was interesting at the time. Um, and then uh, what else? Tribes Aerial Assault. I don't even know. I don't know if you, anybody knows what that game is, but I Tribes, know what it is, man. but I never played any of them. That was fun. I had I had that one. And it was it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty neat. It was like I think this is like one of the first like PS2 like multiplayer like FPSs. But anyway, I uh that was fun for for what it was. Um and then what else did I have in here? Uh I mentioned everything. 2002 FIFA World Cup because I'm a, I'm a sports guy as well. You guys know that, so I, I like me some football. And uh, 2002 FIFA World Cup definitely an honorable mentions. And then the last one that I have here is one that I don't know how many people know about, but Rad, aka Robot Alchemic Drive, is a game where you play as these giant robots and you fight kaiju. And it is fucking awesome. And I remember this game back in the day. I if dude, if they did a if they did like a remake of this game, I would I would get it easily. I would love to replay this game. Oh yeah. It's a PS PS2 era game that I have a lot of nostalgia for and I would love love to 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 have this out again in modern times. So if anybody out there is listening that has anything to do with Rad you know, Squeenix, you, I know you're a publisher, you were a publisher for the game. Uh, give me some, some, some robot alchemic drive, you know, Sandlot, you guys developed the game, you're a Japanese developer. If you guys want to do some more rad, I'm here, man. Give me, give me some more rad. I, I want to see more. But anyway, those are, I think, my honorable mentions for 2002. A lot of solid games came out that year, and a lot of games that yeah, I just I really really enjoyed. So, 
That's those my honorable yeah. mentions. You're next. Mm-hmm. All right. My honorable mentions for 2002 are Hitman 2, Silent Assassin. The very first Hitman game I played. Um, and I fell in love with the series and, would, and still play them to this day on occasion. Uh, next up, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Uh, after that, I have Battlefield 1942. After that, I have Age and Mythology. Next up, I have Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, which shook me as a child because they kill Liu Kang <laughs> in the opening cinematic. <laughs> as a young teen, I was like, how could they kill Liu Kang? No! <laughs> um, how could they? After that, I have Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Man, fucking storming the beach at D-Day. That shit fucking... It's like I was there, man. Um... <laughs> Yeah, PTSD, man. My, my child. It's funny how your childhood, those memories. Even though, like, if you went back and watched that, it would look like booty. But in my mind, it was like that. It was like real, man. It was real. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, last but not least, medieval Total War. The love affair continues with the Total War guys over there. So, <laughs> those are my honorable mentions for two thousand two. All right. 2003, my friend. Get us started on with that. All right. This is a sequel to a game mentioned earlier, but I have Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne. Man, I loved the first game, but I played Max Payne 2 over and over and over and over. I can't... I beat this game at least 10 times. Like... I it was so fun to run around and kill these dudes that are they're dressed up as cleaners because they clean up hits. They're hitmen. They clean them up. That's like their perfect cover as they go in. As you're trying to investigate this murder that happens and the betrayals and the and the double turns and the and the love affairs and like they have these comic panels that had like actual people in them and they had some great noir music and Max is kind of crazy and kind of not and is still on the booze and the painkillers, but god damn did I play Max Payne 2 the fall of Max Payne a shitload. Number two, I tried not to put expansion packs on here, but I had to put this one on here. Uh, Warcraft 3 The Frozen Throne. Frozen the continuing Throne. story of Warcraft 3 to see where it all ends up. And what it eventually leads to, um, played the played it so much and met the Blood Elves and they became like my favorite. Uh, and and I thought Kelthos was so cool and then they kind of did him dirty and wow and made him crazy. But um, yeah, so uh, Warcraft Three: The Frozen Throne was great. And my number one, which I'm sure Daniel knows it, I know it, we all know it. It's, it's Star yes. Wars: Knights of the Old Republic is now my number one. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. And what needs to be said about it that hasn't already been said on this podcast by both of us? Like, it is without a doubt my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those are my top three. And Daniel, take her away. All right, my top three for the year. Of 2003. Uh, number Starting us off at number three, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
fucking shit up in a half shell. Turtle power. I played the shit out of this game with with uh, with friends and fam, you know, because you can co-op the game with four players, and each everybody takes control of a turtle. I, of course, was always my boy Leonardo, because that's my boy right there. So I always, you know, how can I say? I just like having two swords, man, two katanas, you know, fucking shit up. But anyway, that's my number three. I played that game a lot in co-op. So for that, for those good times and memories and whatnot, that will take my number three slot. Um, My number two slot is, again, one of my... If I could count... If, if there was a way... If there was a way to figure out how many hours I had in this game from the single player to the multiplayer with all the mods that were added, it would be one of my highest games played of all time, I think. If there was a way to count how many hours. But anyway, I'm talking about Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. My favorite of the that series of games. I like Jedi Academy more than Outcast, personally, because the amount of skins and all the stupid shit you could do on multiplayer and all, you know, it was dude, I ha I have an unfathomable amount of hours in that game. Much like Galactic Battlegrounds. I played the shit out of those games, man. So uh Yeah, I yeah, I I that that is one of my favorite games of all time. The Saber Combat is top tier still to this day, one of the best lightsaber combat games ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I'm a Star Wars dude, so I I I, I this there's a pattern here in all these lists. I'm gonna have a bunch of Star Wars games in my top three because this is this is the this is a golden era for Star Wars games, man. In my opinion, that was a lot of good games. Anyway, my number one game of the year is a shocker to nobody. It's my also my favorite game of all time. Star Wars Knights of the Republic. Everybody knows this. Not a surprise. Yeah. Kotor, obviously number one. This one was a giveaway for both of us because we both have said Yeah, I knew I knew immediately. I was like, if the one thing, if no matter how different the other lists are. Down here, I was like, the one thing we're gonna have at number one is absolutely gonna be nice of the old republic. And you know what? By God, it deserves number one. That's all right. I'm like, even though I know what it's gonna be, I don't care. That's my number one. Yeah, it's a hundred percent, dude. Like, it, it, it's so worthy. It's so worthy of it because it's not only one of the best Star Wars games of all time. It's one of the best Star Wars stories of all time, regardless of it being canon or not. It is. Just so, 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 so good. Yes. Um. Anyway, we 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 always talk about Kotor, so you guys know how we feel about it. Um. So we're not gonna go on in on that too much. But that's our top. That's our topic for two thousand three. How how about some honorable mentions here, my friend? All right. Uh, I have on my list here Command and Conquer Generals and Zero Hour. I put Zero Hour on here because I was trying not to do, uh, expansion packs, but. Command and Conquer continued to be awesome. Still love Generals. Um, obviously, I love the Tiberium universe and the Red Alert universe, but the Generals universe was also a lot of fun. Um, I still remember going and getting the game at GameStop and coming home and and and, and my dad taking the game from me and running to the room and playing it before me because he's a jerk. <laughs> so I, um, but no, I remember that. I remember. I do remember playing like that. Um, much like Daniel, Jedi Academy for me is the next one. And if honestly, I'm the same as Daniel. If I had the amount, if I knew the amount of hours that I played in Jedi Academy, it would blow your fucking mind, probably. Um, 
It's, it's an uh, unfathomable amount of hours. Oh my! I played so much multiplayer with Jedi Academy that it was insane how much multiplayer I played. I made I made friends back in the, back before you're supposed to don't talk to people on the internet. I talked to people right. on the internet in them days because uh, of Jedi Academy and like learning how to put colors in your name and and you know like. It'd be like star and then like a number or something weird like that. And people would have different colored names. And you could challenge people to duels and there was mods and just... The amount of hours that I played Jedi Academy... I still go back and play it today. I don't give a fuck. I love that game. Um, are just absolutely insane. I mean, just insane. The etiquette that you would learn. Like, hey, if you want to duel, you bow... They were, they were almost like goddamn chat rooms. They weren't like 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 you go into a map and it <clears throat> sorry my throat's getting a little tired. You would go into a map, and it wouldn't be oh my god it's a free for all we're all running around killing each other. There was etiquette. There were rules. If you want to mm. fight somebody, you could challenge them to a duel and things like that. It wasn't just a free for. It, it really was like oh my god it's gonna sound weird. It's like a it was like an old school almost VR chat without VR. Like you were just running around as your avatar. Talking with people and and just having a conversation—it's weird to think about. Now that I think about it, that games were like that that early, right? Like we just—it was like a—it's like a chat room where you go around and just talk to people and play. And yeah, there'd be fighting and killing, but there was like areas designed for that. Um. After that, I have Dynasty Warriors Four, which is kind of like my first Dynasty Warriors game and got me into that series. Um. After that, I have Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. After that, I have the very first Call of Duty. After that, I have Star Wars Galaxies, because I played Star Wars Galaxies. Hey, I never um, played it, so it's not on my list. I, I This is, again, before I was, like, super... Like, I p dabbled in some PC games, like, mostly RTS stuff, as you guys have been noticing. But, I, yeah, it's before I was, like, super into PC stuff, and I, yeah, I, just, I didn't have a good computer enough to play Galaxies and all that shit back then. It's now defunct, but it is still possible to play Star Wars Galaxies. It is, um, which part of me is curious, like to try out one of those like I would love know, to as well. Transfers. Hey man, if you do, let me know. I'll try it out with you. I'm, I, I listen. I'm gonna talk to you after the stream because I was looking yesterday. Right. This All is right. I literally I saw an article that was talking about Star Wars Galaxy and like the fan servers and stuff like that. So you don't I'll even have to own the out. game now to be able to play it because it's just well, so old. Well, We'll talk after them, but anyway. Yeah, I got you. I got you, Doug. The very last thing I have is Enter the Matrix. I played this game so many times. Mm. I played both characters, male and female. Uh, I fought agents. I, I I always say I'm not a big Matrix fan, but when I look back, yeah, right? I feel like yeah, I was. Yeah. I kind of was. I'm like, I don't know what it is about it that kind of drew me in. I don't know. It's not like... I like it. I guess I liked it enough to buy the games, but not enough to be like, I'm crazy about this like I am Star Wars. I don't know. It's so strange. Uh, much like the actual Matrix. Um, but I remember thinking uh, this game had like... This this game has scenes from the movie that aren't in the fucking movie. Like, in, in any of the movies. They're like shot specifically for the game. Like, like there's a there's a... There's a, I just remember this distinctly because I was a kid and like, oh, girls kissing. Um, but there's a, a scene where Niobe 
kisses uh, the 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 fucking lady, Persephone lady, the Merovingian's wife, in a scene. Uh, but that one always sucks out of my mind. But like they had scenes that weren't in the fucking movie. Um. Um. And yeah, fighting a matrix in this game very dangerous. You can shoot entire clips at them and hit nothing but air, like Morpheus says. You literally have to blow them up to kill them. Um, or have cheat codes on, which is, this game had built-in cheat codes. You literally hacked the Matrix, like, to put in cheat codes. I remember it. I I wish I could play this game again, because uh, I liked it so much back in the day. I don't go. even know whoever, if you can whoever, buy this whoever, now. Whoever made that game, fucking re-release it so Josh can play it again. Yeah, I'm buying a copy on Amazon. I don't think I want to, though. <laughs> um, I don't even have a disc a disc drive. Couldn't play this. Um, what are your honorable mentions, Daniel? My honorable mentions for 2003. I have Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, the Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Uh, True Crime in the Streets of L.A. Command and Conquer Generals, because I Yay. that's the that's, we talk about Command and Conquer. Josh has played all of them, and I haven't. But like my Command and Conquer is Generals. That that's that's like the one that I always go to. Like whenever whenever anybody wants to talk Command and Conquer, I'm like, yeah, Generals, because that's the one I played. So Generals, honorable mentions, Pokemon's Ruby. You know, Pokemon Ruby. You gotta have it in here. This is also the. Uh, I'm I'm looking at some of the games in my honorable mentions. I played some Game Boy shit back in the, these days too, because I have Pokemon Ruby, Star Wars Flight of the Falcon, Mega Man Battle Network Three, which are all Game Boy games. Uh, The Simpsons Road Rage, uh, F Zero GX, Sonic Heroes, Sea World Adventure Parks Tycoon, uh, The Hobbit. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, and then oh, actually, I'm, I was wrong. I did include this in my honorable mentions. Star Wars Galaxies is in my honorable mentions because I, I know, I think I know why I included it in here. I never played, uh, I never played um, Galaxies, but I had an uncle who did, and I remember like watching, you know, stuff here and there mm-hmm. and whatnot. But and I was always thinking, like, man, I want to play that game, but you know, I, <laughs> right. you know, I could never, I could never play it. I didn't have a that, that was one of those games that had a sub too, right? Like you had to sub to it and everything. Yes, you know? but I think they had a free trial at one point, which is how I tried it the so first time. I, re- I remember they used to have free trials when you would buy some of the PC games because I remember buying. Do you ever remember like um, we're talking years ago at this point? But they would have like Star Wars games where they had like best of PC and they'd have like you know Code yes. or Public Commandos. So I remember buying one of those. Like I still have it somewhere. Like actually, no, I know where it is actually. But if you open up the inside, it comes with a little like code for like a free trial for Star Wars Galaxies, and I I never use those. I still have those codes, but I, I never use them because I just you know I never, you know never 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 tried it. So, um anyway, so yeah, I have Star Wars Galaxies in here. Star Wars game I never played that I always wanted to play, and then the other one that I have that I never played was from honorable mentions Beyond Good and Evil. Because even though I haven't played it, it's something that I want to play at some point. So I have it in here. So anyway. Gotcha. That's it for me. 2004. Yeah. Guess, what are you, uh, what's, your, what's your top three? My top three. So 2004, I have, for my number three slot, I have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 The Sith Lords as my number three. 
Um, and you might be wondering, that's kind of low, don't you think? Well, yes, but also, this is also a hell of a year for me because there was quite a few games here that I played more. And that's the only reason why they're here is, is that they're ahead of this game is because I played them more. And then my number two game is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. That is my favorite Grand Theft Auto game of all time. And I played the fuck out of San Andreas, dude. Like, multiplayer, single player. Dude, that is my... Again, another game, if I could count the hours I had on that one, it'd be up there. So, GTA San Andreas, my favorite GTA game. I, man, the amount of time I spent on that one. Uh, And yeah, I just... What a game that is. And then my number one game of all, or, or for uh, for 2004 was, again, I remember playing this one with my dad. I remember, like, playing this one. Dude, I would, I would wake up early before school just to play this game before I had to go to school. And I would go to school, I'd come back, and I would fucking do all my homework and all that shit as quick as I, can, I could to play this fucking game. And that, I'm talking about Star Wars Battlefront, the OG. OG Star Wars Battlefront from 2004. I was all about this game, dude. I, at the time, you, you, dude, at the time, you could, you couldn't get me away from this game. I would, like I said, I would wake up early before school, fucking play this game, go to school, come back, do the homework, whatever, play this game some more. I don't know how many hours I have in this game, but it is a lot because this was my shit back in the day. And goddamn. Star Wars Battlefront, the original. What a what a fun game that was. I lost many an hour, and I had many a good time playing that game. So that is my number one for 04. That was my top three. All of those, to be honest, any one of those three could have been number one. Yeah. Honestly. But, you know, you got to make, make a top three, so they got to land somewhere. Um, but there it is. Those are my top three. <clears throat> All right. My top three, my number three for 2004 is Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords. When you said KOTOR 2, and I was like, we got it in the same spot. And I wholeheartedly agree with you, with you where it's at. This is a game that when it ended, I felt empty inside. Like, it felt like the story wasn't done, and I felt lost. For I had, Honestly, as a, as, a, as a 14-year-old grow it, like, that's a tender age. You know, you're hitting them teen years, and, you're, and you... Are dealing with feelings and stuff. This game made me be in denial that it was over. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah. like I was like, that can't be how it ends. And it is how it ends. And we didn't get a, we never got a KOTOR 3. Never got a continuation no. or a completion, really, of that story. We got the MMO and stuff, and years later in the book and stuff, that kind of, kind of acted like that was how it is. But, like... I don't think nothing nothing could ever be like a KOTOR 3, really. Um, so that one I left mean, me have, empty feeling in a bad way, kind of. I would have loved to have seen a KOTOR 3, man. They could have definitely done it. And also, the other thing about KOTOR 2 that I didn't mention, because, again, I feel like we talk about some of these games so much, so I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. But really quickly, KOTOR 2, they never, they never, they were rushed with that game. They had to hurry up and do it, you know. Mm-hmm. A year after the first one and we didn't even get the finished full version because obviously there's cut content from it and you know everybody knows about that but i mean yeah i, I don't it, it's i like the game but i don't love it as much as the first one for sure so yeah yeah um my number two 
is a story I've told on Discord. I had this game pre-ordered at a games, uh, GameStop, or maybe the EB Games back in the day. I can't remember when they merged and all that. And I spent all fucking day at the shop because the manager had went to the airport to pick up the stock for it. And the game is Fable. I I loved... Uh, obviously, I loved Black and White earlier. This is another Lionhead game. I followed Fable. I fell in love with Fable. I love Fable to this day. Um, in fact, it's on sale right now in the Steam sale. If you don't have it and never played it, Go pick it up. You can play it even now. It's not. It doesn't look the best, but it'll run and it's still fun. And the story's good. Check out Fable. But, um, I spent. I just remember I was there. I was fourteen, so I was with my mom at GameStop all day. Like my mom stuck with me through that entire fucking day at GameStop, and I was the first person to get my copy of Fable. And like when I say I'm the first person. I mean, like, 50 people showed up to pick up their copies of Fable. But I was the... They made sure I got mine first. (laughs) Because I had been there all day. And I just remember sitting there talking with the the people. This was back when you could actually talk to somebody at GameStop and they weren't trying to sell you something constantly. And it was just a love of games. You know what I mean? Like, it was fun. Even though it was an all-day thing, it was one of those things that was fun. So that's my number two. My number one is a game that when I completed it, I felt empty inside, but not for a bad reason. For a good mm, reason. The, the opposite. You know what I mean? Okay. You you know what I'm like? Same as like when you finish up oh, Nice yeah. of the Old Republic and you have to say goodbye I mean, to those characters and everything. Yeah. So there's an emptiness. This this game, I'm gonna give you an example of that for me. This game is not on this list because we did it last time we did one of these. The ending when you finish Red Dead One. Yes. That's how I felt. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> yes. So for me on this list at number one, two thousand and four, Spider Man Two, the video game. Ooh, okay. I remember feeling so empty when it was over, but I loved, I loved this game. I played the fuck, I mean the ever living fuck out of Spider Man Two. Um, it it was one of the greatest games I had ever played, and it it still ranks pretty high up on my list today. Um. So that's my number one, man. It followed it followed the movie. It ended, and I was just like, I don't want it to be over. But it ended so well. It can't be over. Not now. Uh, but there it is, guys. Nice. All right, honorable mentions time, then. Yes. What are your honorable mentions for 2004? For me, I have Star Wars Trilogy, Apprentice of the Force, Game Boy game. NBA Live 2005. Mega Man Anniversary Collection, Pokemon Leaf Green, Top Gun Combat Zones, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus, X-Men Legends, and then the next two are game, or, or did I say, okay, no, 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 Fable, I don't know if I said Fable, but that's the my honorable mentions, and then the next two on my list are games that I did not play until later, but there came out this year so uh, number one halo 2 and then the second one on this list that i haven't that i didn't play till later but it came out this year was gary's mod so those are my honorable mentions for four awesome my honorable mentions for 04 are star wars battlefront i actually got good internet this year that year and played Mm -hmm. multiplayer and got and 
and you're gonna laugh. I got recruited into a clan the very first day. Oh, um, that I was that I was in that I was in for. In a way, I'm still in it. Um, you know, they, oh, they wow. were they were the people I eventually ended up playing World of Warcraft with. It was it's called Warrior Nation, oh, and they okay. still exist. They still wow. exist to this day, kind of. Uh, this they used to have a website. It's defunct now. But you would get medals for loyalty for being in the clan for so long. And I just remember thinking, I can't wait to get my 10-year medal. Because I got my 10-year medal. And now I've... I, that's like... I've spent over half my life with those guys. Some of them. Um, so it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, Star Wars Battlefront's on there. Next up, I have Warhammer 40k, Dawn of War. Love it, Warhammer. Yeah, everybody knows I'm Warhammer. This is, the, this is where I got introduced to Warhammer uh, 40k. So, that's where I fell in love with it. Next up, I have GTA San Andreas. I played the shit out of it. Does the Pope shit in the woods. Uh, some great lines from that game. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the Phenom likes this game that's on my list. Daniel, I was sitting in Discord when I was working on my list that day. Oh, yeah? Um, what is it? And I said, Phenom, 2004 had a fuckload of games. And he started looking at the list and he was like, ooh, Lord of the Rings, the third age. And he said at the same time that I put it in the list. Because, Daniel, I've told you about this game. I love this game. It was yes, It's so one of the most underrated Lord of the Rings games. This is one of those games that I remember watching like other people play that I never did, man. I always wanted to play it because it looks so fucking cool, dude. But I just never, I never did. I never got it. I never played it. I, and then I think it's a co-op, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I never played co-op if it had co-op. Or at least you can, you can, you can play with multiple characters, right? Yes, 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 yes. You have multiple that, characters. That's, that's probably what I'm referring to instead. But I remember looking at it, I was like, man, I want, I would have loved to have played that game, but I just, I never played it, man. It was so fun, and it's not like you're not playing the fellowship. You're playing a group that follows the fellowship around. So, and so you fight with Gandalf against the bow, the Balrog, in in Moria. Shit, like like you follow you follow the crew around trying to like help. And I was, I, it was a game that when it was over, I was bummed. I was bummed. Um, not in a bad way. Just like I want more. Like. They plant the seeds. Oh my god! They <laughs> could do a whole podcast on this game, and I want to spoil the shit out of it. So I'm going to for like two seconds. Go for it. The main spoil character, warning. the main character of this game is a guard from fucking Gondor, right? And like he's got amnesia. And the biggest reason I'm bringing this up is like they plant the seeds of a romance with a with an elf character that's with you early on. And then when he gets his memory back, he finds out that he was engaged to this other lady and he ends up getting with her at the end of the game. And I'm like, no, I want him to be with the elf lady. <laughs> no, I thought that was so dirty. They did me dirty on that romance. So even at the age of 14, I, oh, I, wow, that's funny, man, that's a trauma for a 14 year old learning about romance and shit. I was like, how could they do that? Also, I was like, I feel bad for the other lady too. It's not like it's her fault. His fault. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance to play this game somehow, some way, do it. It's fun. I want to say it was like a PlayStation exclusive too, at the time. Uh, next up, Sims Two. 
I don't need to spend time on that. Battlefield Vietnam, played with my dad. Red Dead Revolver. Um, did you ever play Red Dead Revolver, Daniel? That not, that's <laughs> the the only reason why it's not in my honorable mentions is because I never really played it, man. That's I couldn't remember if you played, played it. it dude. Nah, dude. Unfortunately, I didn't. I played it with my dad. It had multiplayer, like local multiplayer. I played with my dad, and my sister. We quick drew on each other, and I'd get mad when he killed me, because the old man's got better reflexes than I do. Um, <laughs> had a cool story. Um, yeah, and apparently it started as a completely different game than what it wound up wound up as. But look at its legacy, man. It led to Red Dead Redemptions and shit. So. Oh yeah, I lo- I love the legacy left behind, man. Cause. Fuck, I love those games, the Red Dead ones. Um, the next one that I have is a game called Sudeki. Um, it it's came out. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna post how you spell it in the chat. That's how you Sudeki, spell it. it. It even says in the wiki, not to be confused with Sudoku. By the way, at the time. There you go. There um, you go. It was an Xbox game developed by Climax Studios. It was an action role-playing game. And I don't know. I was at GameStop, and I was looking for something to buy because I wanted something. Because when you, obviously when you're young, you want, you want stuff everywhere you go. Um, I don't know. And somehow I ended up getting my somebody to buy it for me, my mom or my dad, whoever was with me at the time. And I thought it was a Japanese game. And it may be, just because the lady on the front is very well uh, equipped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fell in love with this game. This game was great. Like, you get sucked well, into this real-time alternate reality shit. Yeah? You can you get say? it on Steam for the Steam sale for $4.01. Oh, man. Maybe I'll just buy it for the hell of it and throw it in the cart. Yeah, uh, it'd be fun. Uh, Hitman Contracts, more Hitman, World of Warcraft. Obviously, everybody knows my legacy with that. I had to throw it in here at the very least. Mortal Combat Deception, played a shitload of it. Uh, Rome Total War. And then Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Was a Dang. fantastic fucking game, if you've never played it. Uh, I haven't. Oh my god, dude. Even if you're not a fan of, like, Riddick, the game was great. And that is that is all my honorable mentions for two thousand and four. So we're on the two thousand five now, which I guess it's my turn to start with the top three. Number three, I have Dungeon Siege two. I don't know. I was at a Comp USA. I don't know if you remember Comp USA's. Uh, I do. I do remember Comp USA's. We'd go down to the mall and stuff, and there's a Comp USA there. And I was looking, and I saw this game. I played the demo for it because this is back. Comp USA had like fucking computers, and you could play demos in the shop on them. Yeah, you remember they when had fucking stores yeah. had demos you could play? That was cool. Yeah, and they had Dungeon Siege Two running on one of the machines, and I played it, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And I know my dad had to buy this one for me because I wouldn't be at Comp USA without my old man there. Um. And I fell in love with this game. I've played it multiple times. I steal names from it to this day for D&D on occasion of characters. Um, absolutely fell in love with Dungeon Seeds 2. My number two game is Jade Empire. 
Obviously, I was a Bioware fanboy. Uh, nice of the Old Republic, nice of the Old Republic 2. Hey, what's the next big thing? Jade Empire, right? <sighs> These sons of bitches did me so dirty on this game. Still doesn't have a fucking sequel. I loved it. It was so good. Martial arts, ass whippings, multiple endings. Uh, they made their own language for this game. Jade Empire is worth playing even today. Um, and you could probably get it on sale right now. <laughs> on Steam. Um, and my number one... Uh, I'm kind of curious if Daniel can get... Daniel, can you guess what my number one is on for 2005? For 05? Oh, man. What would be your number one game of 05? I don't know, dude. Like, let me see if I can try and figure it out. Um... Number one. So you know. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Five. I'm gonna go ahead and guess uh, Republic Commando. No, uh, that is not my honorable mentions though. My number one. My number one is a game that I played. I've played it since I've met you, Daniel. I put you oh. in this game. You were an action star. You were in oh, Star Wars. I know what it is now. <laughs> My number we're one game was the movies. <laughs> the movies. The movies. Oh, you man, run your own game. movie studio. I would, I, the only way to get this game, because Lionhead is defunct. It's another Lionhead thing. Remember how they've done me dirty so many times over the years? Yeah. The movies. Where you, this was when Machinima was a big thing. So they made a game where you make Machinima and run a movie studio. And you have movie stars and you could make, and they had scenes. Dude, my, I can't tell you how long I played this game. To this day, we'll play this game. The movies was fantastic. And Microsoft, if you're listening, you own this IP. For the love of God, give me a movies too. Please give give them a movie too, man. Come on, it's so fun. I remember, and like I remember, it, you streamed this game at one at one point, and you 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 making all those movies that you ended up making, and uh, yeah, it, it it looked fun, man. Like like I don't know if you still have it anymore or not, but dude, that that'd be a fun one to to like stream again. You know, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. It it's one of those games that's. That scratched that very early creative itch for me, right? Like, nowadays it's like D&D and world building like we did on the last stream and stuff. That that really gets me, like, I love this. Creating stories, making worlds, telling stories are some of the... It, it gives me life. It makes me want to live, you know? Like, it's that thing. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, that's my number one. Daniel, what are your threes for... So top my top for three, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you guys. 2005 was a was a big Star Wars year for me, all right. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go ahead and say all three of my top three, all all three of my games, my top three are all Star Wars games, right? Because that was a hell of a year, right? Revenge of the Sith came out, and I was at the hype of of all of it. And my number three was Lego Star Wars, the video game, the very first one. I played the hell out of that when it first came out. I am, I'm so so excited for the new one coming out. But this is what started it all. Lego Star Wars, 
the video game OG. It only had the prequels. It only had episodes one, two, and three in it. But it was it was so so good, man. Like I I I probably wouldn't be able to go back and play it nowadays because it's you know it's it's super outdated now and everything. But it, you know it's one of those things that you had to you had to be there, man. You had to be there to play it at the time. Um, number two. Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. The Episode 3 game was really fucking cool, man. You play through the movie, and this is back in the days when they would, like, release stuff before the movie even came out. So if you bought this game, you could literally play through the movie before the movie even came out. So you probably would probably would spoil yourself playing this if you had done that. And, uh... Yeah, there's also some stuff that you could do that doesn't that doesn't happen in the movie. Like for example, there's a there's a mission. You guys know in the movie where where Mace and and, and all those guys go arrest Palpatine, right? After you know, uh, turn after Grievous dies and all that. So in the movie, you have Kid Fisto, Mace Windu, Stacey Tin, and uh, Agent Kolar going to arrest Palpatine in his office. In this version. You have Anakin arriving uh, where Mace is trying to take down Palpatine, but you duel Mace as as Anakin. So you 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 have you have to fight Mace Windu, and it it, it, it you know it gets crazy. And and then there's other stuff that happens that doesn't quite happen in the movie. Like there's different type of battle droids and there's different type of clone troopers. Just to add more variety to the gameplay, I guess. And there's an alternate ending in the game where instead of Obi Wan injuring Vader, Vader kills Obi Wan, and then he kills Palpatine. And he's like, "Oh, I'm the ruler of the galaxy now." And he like brandishes his red saber and everything. And it's like alternate history type type dealio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I played the shit out of that game. Good times. Number two. My number three, or my number one, is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Because if I played the shit out of the first game, you bet your sweet ass I played the shit out of the second game. And again, if only I had the amount of hours in my lifetime that I've played this game, it would be one of my highest played games of all time. I have, I lost... Even like years after it came out, dude, I I still played the shit out of it. So, Star Wars Battlefront Two, the original one back in 05. What a game, dude! I played the hell out of that. I lost a lot of time to these games, but anyway, <laughs> it was a lot of good good times spent, fun times. Um, if the if that wasn't such a big Star Wars year for me, there would have been other games that I do have in my honorable mentions that would have made it on here. Um, which before I go into that, Josh has to, or, or I guess, wait, you, you yeah, go next. I do, I, I next? do, I do the honorable mentions, and then we do your honorable mentions. All right, go for uh, it. Go. Give us your honorable mentions. I have the Matrix Online. Who knew this would come up again so recently? <laughs> like right? it did, right? Like, um, I've talked about the Matrix Online on here a lot. Now. Um, so yeah, this is definitely on the honorable mentions. I met some good friends playing on the Matrix Online. Like people I don't talk to anymore, but I'll never forget. Like you, you have some friends that, for just a short while, are in your life, and you'll never forget them. But then things change, and you move on. But yeah, I had some good friends there, um, and had to include it on here. Um, 
Uh, I have Star Wars Republic Commando. I have Star Wars Battlefront 2. I have Guild Wars. Because uh, I played the beta for that and met some good friends over there. I have Call of Duty 2. And the Western, known as Gun. Because I played Red Dead Redemption. Not Redemption. Revolver. Earlier. The year before. And I was like, I want more Western games. And that's what I got. So those are my honorable mentions. Nice. My honorable mentions for 05 are... Uh, so again, if it wasn't such a big Star Wars year for me, I would have had these in here. So number one, Resident Evil 4. Hell of a game. Hell of a game, Resident Evil 4. That would totally be in my top top three if 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 it wasn't such a big Star Wars year for me. Number my second honorable mention. This definitely would have been in my top three if it wasn't such a Star Wars year for me. God of War, the original God of War. That bloody, gory, beautiful, fucking mess. crazy mess of a game where you have sex mini games in it. <laughs> that you know, you literally do, man. You have like, you have like fucking uh, what are they? Quick time oh, events. They, you have to, like, he's got an oh they fucking yeah. button. <laughs> they do, they do. But yeah, God of War, Resident Evil Four. Those would have been in my top three if it wasn't such a big Star Wars year. Star Wars Republic Commando. I debated putting this one in my top. Three, but yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I had a hard time figuring out some stuff on this that that year. Yeah, so I would have had it in here as well, but I just had other stuff. FIFA Street, I played the shit out of FIFA Street. FIFA 06, Super Mario Strikers, Conquered Live and Reloaded, uh, Pokemon Emerald, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk, Ultimate Destruction, Destroy All Humans, Star Fox Assault, and then this is, this is my honorable mentions just because I want to play it someday. And I'm I might play it this year. I know I've I know I've been talking about it for a couple of years. Josh, I know has, has heard me say it for a couple <laughs> of years. Jade Empire, I gotta play it. It's on my honorable mentions because I need to get to it. So there you yeah. Go. And those are my honorable mentions for 05. This is another good year for games, man. I I feel. There was a streak in the 2000s where every year it was just banger, banger, yeah. fucking banger every goddamn year. Uh. All right, we're moving on to 06. Daniel, what are your top three? This is you. This is your go. All right. Top three in 2006. So starting with number three, I have Star Wars Empire at War. So I really like Empire at War. That was like the, the other Star Wars RTS that wasn't, uh, you know, um, Galactic Battlegrounds, so I love that. Even though the only downside to that was that it was only original trilogy era, I kind of, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I, I, I would have preferred it to be all eras, you know, because I, you know, if you're gonna make a game, go all out, right? I mean, fuck it. But I, but the story, it was, it was the story was focused on original trilogy stuff, and you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, fun game. Played a lot of hours on that one as well. Not as much as Galactic Battlegrounds, but definitely played a bunch of that game back in the day. Number two game, another Lego Star Wars because it came out the following year. I remember picking this game up a few days after my birthday because it came out for my birthday. Well, not on my birthday, but it came out a couple days after my birthday. And I remember going to... I bought this game at Toys R Us. <laughs> Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. God, picked it Toys up at R Us. Toys R Us. And uh, good times, man. Much like the first Lego Star Wars game, which that one focused on the prequels, Lego Star Wars 2 focused on the original trilogy. 
I remember playing the shit out of that game. Good times. Again, I probably wouldn't be able to play it nowadays because it's so outdated. But uh, at the time, it was, it was great stuff. And then my number one game of the year, I played the fuck out of this. None of you are going to guess what it is because you're probably thinking of something else. But my number one game, this is, a, this is the year when I really got into sports. So I played the 2006 FIFA World Cup game so much. I played the fuck out of that. Sport, uh, the sports <laughs> game is my number one game of the year. Shocker. But it's hey. true, man. I, I was... I was all about that game, dude. Like it was, if they, man, I know, I know we had a show a while back or, or an episode where we like, oh, games you would like to be remade. I included this game in there because I, dude, they would. This is like a huge nostalgia game for me. Like I would, the soundtrack is incredible. Just the that that whole World Cup for me was like my favorite World Cup that I've ever experienced. Like it was, it was, it was magical almost. But anyway, <laughs> I love that game. Played the shit out of it. I don't know how many hours I had in it, but I played a lot. Um, and yeah, it was just it was just good times, man. I, I remember I, I look back at those times fondly. Uh, but anyway, that's yeah. my top three: Empire at War, <laughs> Lego Star Wars Two, and the 2006 FIFA World Cup game. So there you go; those are my top three. Awesome. All right. What do you got? My top three for the year of 2006. At number three, I have The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. My first real diving into the Elder Scrolls franchise. And I played this game so much. Like, so much. Running around, like, I'm exploring the world of, uh... uh I can't even remember the fucking continent name for Oblivion, because it's been a while so long ago. But I played the shit out of it. Um... And it had Sean Bean as a voice actor in it, who I didn't, I don't even think I realized who he was at the time, because I'm, I'm, was dumb, a dumb kid. Um, my number two is The Lord of the Rings, The Battle for Middle Earth 2. Man, I'd kill for another one of these. A fucking RTS game with, in Lord of the Rings where I command the armies of orcs and men and the Witch King and fucking just the whole shit. A great with the you do helms deep, you know alternate history. I loved the the both of the battle for Middle Earth games were fantastic. And my number one, I played it a lot, is Titan Quest. I honestly have no idea how I came across Titan Quest. It may have been on a CompUSA again where you tried out demos. I think it was on a thing, and I ended up getting the game. Guys, this is why demos work, and we should still have more of them nowadays, because you sold me a bunch of games with demos. I played it a lot, and went through and, and faced gods and men and, and from multiple mythologies, and still play Titan Quest to this day, and still getting expansions to this day. It's gotten remasters. Titan Quest is fantastic. So those are my top three. Excellent. What are your honorable mention? Mench honorable mentions, my friend. Sorry, we've been at this so long that I can't talk anymore. <laughs> Apparently, it's all good. All right, <laughs> next up for me, uh, honorable mentions for uh, 2006. Yes, I have yes. number one: The Lord of the Rings: The Battle for Middle Earth Two. Hey. That was a fun-ass game, dude. Yes, it I, was. I, I never played the first one, but I played the shit out of the second one. And it was a good time, man. I, 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 much like Josh, I would love another one of these kind of games. 
Uh, next in my honorable mentions, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. That is a game that I didn't play until more recently, but it came out in 06, so I had it on here. Uh, next up, Wii Sports. I I got a Wii, played Wii Sports. It was one of those games, man. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wii Sports, dude. Uh, Bully, you know, the Rockstar game, Bully. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. I didn't play it as much as the first one, but, uh, you know, it's still kind of... I look back and like, oh, I remember. I remember those days. Uh... No, uh, next one, The Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Uh, again, I was super into sports. Like this is when you know I was like all, all you know about it and everything. So FIFA 07, NBA Live 07, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the first one, Destroy All Humans two, uh, and that wraps up my honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, good all times, right. good times, two thousand six. I have on my honorable mentions Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. And I played this when it came out and I honest to God do not think that 16 year old me could really appreciate how good this game was. But as I got older I realized this game is the shit. It is awesome. Um, I played it a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Kicking, kicking the orc dudes and the fucking spikes and shit, and the st- even the story's good in that game. Like I, I would kill for another one of these. Um, next up, I have Star Wars: Empire at War on my list. Uh, play it this day uh, if I if I get the the notion to. The next up, I have. <laughs> This one's almost funny when I say it out loud, but I played the shit out of it. The Godfather, the video game. Um, <laughs> did you ever play The Godfather, the video game? I like this? No. Bro, you play a character that is working his way up through the being the mafiosi, and you're working, you're interacting with the Corleones from fucking The Godfather. It's a underrated game, in my opinion. I would love to play this again, actually. Um. After that, I have Guitar Hero 2. Not a lot needs to be said about Guitar Hero. It's Guitar Hero. Company of Heroes <laughs> is next after that. Uh, then Total War Love continues with Medieval 2. And then finally, Hitman Blood Money. Uh, so as you can see, I had a, I had a, a streak Thirst for there. blood. Yeah. Yep. Moving on to 2007. Uh, my... my I 2007 was apparently a bad year for me because I don't have a lot on here to be honest with you. Interesting. interesting. And what I do have in my number three is going to make people laugh, but it's like, what else do hey, I put man, here? This is this is listen. This is our these are our list, man. Like like we have these are the games we played, man. Like at the time, like or yeah. or you know games that we played that yeah. came out this year that we didn't of that play era. Later, you know? So yeah. Um, Sorry, man. No, no, no apologies. You just say you speak your truth, man. Yeah. So what I have at my number three is Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock. This was the one that had Slash on the cover, and I was a big Guns N' Roses fan. So I loved Slash, and I ended up playing Guitar Hero Three with my dad, who was the reason I'm a. <laughs> my musical taste is from my old man. If you've seen a musical podcast where we talked about that stuff on here. Yeah. Um, so that's my number three. My number two is Assassin's Creed. The original Assassin's Creed came out that year. And I remember thinking it's so cool. 
and and meeting Altair and it was another one of those games that ended, but it kind of ended with a mystery and a cliffhanger. Um, and my number one, everybody knows it, is Mass Effect. Uh, yes, sir. So those are my top three for the year of 07. Daniel, what are your top three? My top three. Number three is Assassin's Creed, the original game. I played this when it came out at the time. And it was a little tough for me at the time because I couldn't. There was a there was a certain part I forget where, but I couldn't beat it. And I just ultimately I <laughs> I, I ended up beating it after, but like yeah. it took me a while to get there, you know. But uh, that last fight was a bitch. Yeah, it annoyed the shit out of me. But anyway, I played it, and yeah, much like you, I was like, oh okay, well this is interesting. I'm curious what happens after this, you know? Like it was it was it was an interesting like looking back like Assassin's Creed One is probably not the. It's not the best one out of all the Assassin's Creed games, but you know, it was it was it was an, it was an interesting enough start to kickstart everything that we have now, you know. And uh, yeah, it was um, it was good. It, it was a solid game. Uh, next next one that I have on here, my number two for two thousand seven was again shocker Lego Star Wars, but this time it was the complete saga. You had hey. both the prequels and the original trilogy together, so you had all six of the movies, which at the time was the complete saga. Um, so, yeah, you had that, and that was fun. I played the shit out of that on my PS3, and it was, you know, good, good stuff, good, good, good times back in the early PS3 days. Um, and then this is by far my most played game of 2007. This is when I really started getting into multiplayer gaming and like multiplayer games and all that shit. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, the OG Modern Warfare. I picked this game up at a yard sale for like 20 bucks. <laughs> and I never looked back since. I played the shit out of this game. I was addicted, bro. I was tearing shit up. It was such a it was such a fun game to play at the time, man. Like oh, I remember just being on the lobbies and and just, you know, oh, dude so yeah, original original Mono Warfare, Call of Duty Four, that was that was the start of like multiplayer gaming for me, really. Like that's that's what that's what set it off, man. And, and I again, here we are now, you know. Yeah. So that's my top three: Assassin's Creed, Lego Star Wars: A Complete Saga, and Call of Duty Four: Mono Warfare. Awesome. My honorable mentions for 07 are Crisis, which got mentioned earlier, funnily enough. Yeah. Um, the original Witcher game, which was jank yeah. as fuck to play, by the way, <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Command and Conquer 3's on here, even though it wasn't the best. It was still awesome. Tiberium I mean, hey, Wars. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Uh, Tenchu C Z, which was an... Not very good, but I loved it, even though it wasn't very good. And Crackdown, of all things, is on here. Crackdown. So let me tell you, 2007 was a weird year for me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, dude, that's what you played, bro. Like, you know, that's what you played, man. So those are my honorable mentions. What do you got, brother? My honorable mentions, so this one was kind of tough because I actually love this game. But, but there's two reasons why I did not include this in my top three. Number one is that I didn't play this game until much later. And number two, I played it as a part of a... I didn't play the original version of it. I played the updated version of it. And you guys might be wondering what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mass Effect. 
I legit love the first Mass Effect game. But I didn't play it in 2007. And I didn't play the the, ba- the normal base game. I played the fucking Legendary Edition version. So I, I, I felt like I couldn't include this. You know, I couldn't include in my top three because it's like, I love the game. I love the story. I love the characters. But I, I just I couldn't put in my top three because that's again, fair. I didn't play it. I didn't play it in 07 and I You kind of got I, the you got the refined version a, of it almost. Yeah, yeah, I played a I played a better version of the game, but it wasn't the original one, you know? So for that reason, Mass Effect, you are an honorable mention, but I love you very much. You that, are a great that's game. That's fair. That's totally fair. And then my next honorable mention is the OG Uncharted. Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Uh I didn't play this back in 07. I played it a few years after. Um I I actually didn't I don't think I actually played this until I played it on uh PS4 when I when I first got my PS4 I got it in the the uh uh triple game bundle or whatever or was it or actually wait did I play it on PS3 I might actually I might have played it on PS3 never mind I might have played it on PS3 but I got I ended up getting in like a bundle somewhere where I got like all the 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 other three games or whatever but anyway Downs in my honorable mentions, Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, Bioshock, OG Bioshock, great game, solid game, uh, but it, you know honorable mentions for now. Um, next I have Star Wars Battlefront Renegade Squadron. This was the PSP Battlefront. This is the PSP version. I actually played this one and it was fun for what it was. It made me wish that they had the customization of this game in the in the in the console versions. Um, so yeah, I really like that you can combine, like, it was so cool, Josh, you could have like a scout trooper helmet with like a, with like a snow trooper body and then like normal stormtrooper pants. Like it was cool, man. You could like combine all the armor pieces together and everything and you can have like different guns and you know, it was, it was awesome, dude. Um, so yeah, that one's definitely my honorable mentions. Played the shit out of that on PSP. Uh, next thing that I have on here is The Witcher, the OG Witcher. This game is jank as shit nowadays. Because <laughs> I played it in, like, 2018, or... I don't know, I played it recently. I did not play this at the time. And it was jank as fuck. But I still, <laughs> yeah. en- I still enjoyed it because it, it ties into the whole Witcher story and, you know, whatever. Uh, Halo 3 is my next one, but again, I didn't... I, I played this like multiplayer at the time. I didn't play the story. I only played the story until recently with Josh from Master Chief Collection. Um <clears throat> next up I have um God of War 2. God of War 2 is another solid uh solid game that I have on here. Uh and then Super Mario Galaxy uh the Simpsons game, which was, you know, for the movie. Do you guys remember that? Simpsons movie that came out years ago. Because I remember playing that a little bit, and I was like, okay. I don't know I don't know why I played that, like, so much back then. But, hey, whatever. And then the last game I have on my list is Portal. I didn't play this in 2007. I played it, like, a couple years ago. Probably, again, 2018 or something like that. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. It was fun. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions for, honorable mentions for 07. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so I guess I'm gonna start us off with 08, Eric. Right. You are. We're getting All to right. the end, guys. 
We're on the last two years. Fret not, everyone. We're almost there. So 2008, number three game of the year. Um, I had a little bit of uh, I had a little bit of a. Should this game go here, or should this game not? Because there was a few games that could have gone here, but I think for me, the one that works the best in here is probably, and and this is the thing about this is I you gotta keep in mind I did not play this in 08. Like, even though it came out in 08, I did not play it in 08. But, Saints Row 2 is my number three game. Uh, Saints Row 2 is awesome. That is a great game. I did not play it back when it first came out. But I played it a few years after that. And it was... fucking rad. Um... Yeah, it it I I had I had a good time playing that game and um yeah, I I just it it was like the first central game that I played because um I never played the first one. So to me it was uh uh it was just one of those games I'm like, you know, I need a game to play on my PS3 and I'm like, well, you know, we'll try this one out and I ended up really enjoying it. So, yeah. Um, my number two game of the year is Call of Duty World at War. I remember picking this game up, I think, Christmas time, 08. This is another one of those games that, oh my god, I remember like waking up early in the morning to play and just like, I played this one a lot. I played this game a hell of a lot. I remember the online lobbies and everything. One of my favorite FPSs ever. So such a fun time. Well, you know, World War Two era type shit. Because obviously, and yeah, again, one of my, one of the big uh, early multiplayer games that I played. Because you know, it was back in those back in those days. I, I that's when I started really, you know, after the first Modern Warfare, I really started to play on online multiplayer stuff. So played a lot of hours in that game. I you know Prestige and you know all that shit. And it was yeah, it's one of my favorite games. Um, and then my number one slot, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, baby. I remember picking this game up after, I think it was it came out after my birthday, a couple days after my birthday. And yeah, it was it was great, man. It was uh, it was uh, such a fun game. And, like, it was at a time where like we weren't going to be having any more Star Wars movies and stuff, so it was, you know, it was in the aftertimes. And uh, it was fun. It was, a, it was a fun addition to the... Uh, to the multiple levels of canon back in the day, so I, I I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, Josh, your top three. My top three. All right, number three, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Like Daniel said, we were at a time where there was no more movies coming. Uh, I was super interested in the game. I'd seen tech demos and things they'd shown at E3. And uh, I don't think I got it till like later, but I ended up playing it and really liking it. And yeah. Number two, Far Cry 2. I spent a lot of a lot of time in Africa hunting down the Jackal, who is the bad guy for Far Cry 2. Um, and uh, the big thing with this game was just the fire physics. One little spark would burn down a fucking forest if you let it in fucking Far Cry 2. It was crazy. 
You also got malaria in that game and had to find malaria pills. And I'll still make jokes about needing malaria pills to this day. And my number one is Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, which I, I believe is uh, Nico and his cousin. Let's go bowling. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry guys. I'm running out of energy. So I'm like a little bit of like, uh, this is what I got. I'm not going deep into it. But I played the shit out of it. Uh, Daniel, what are your honorable mentions for? We're almost done, Josh. We're almost done. When you, it's when good. You, it's just the yeah. the boosters whooping my ass at the moment. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, my my honorable mentions for 08, Super Smash Brothers Brawl again. Smash Bros. I've always played the shit out of with with family and friends and all that. So it's got to be in there. Uh, GTA Four honorable mention. I did not. I don't. I forget when exactly I played GTA Four. I don't think I played it when it first came out, but I might have. I don't know. Dude. That's one of those tricky ones. I don't remember exactly when I played GTA Four, but it also it also wasn't my favorite GTA. Like it was, it was fine, you know. Like you know, yeah, Nico, let's go bowling and all that. But it's, I don't know. Like I, I, when I think of all of those, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite. Um, but it's still good enough to like be an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Kart Wii. Cause I played the shit out of that Lego Indiana Jones. The, the, uh, you know, the, the first one, I forget what the, the, the full title of it, but anyway, that one, um, mirror's edge. Mirror's edge was a fun game back in, uh, back in those times. And then I didn't play this game in 2008 when it came out, but left for dead. Another little honorable mention there. Oh yeah. The first left for dead. I didn't play it till later, but, uh, you know, yeah. Cool. My honorable mentions are for the year of 2008. Fable 2. Uh, I loved the first Fable. I liked the second Fable. Uh, but I didn't love it as much as the first one. Uh, and which started to slowly show the decline of Lionhead until they eventually mm. went out of business. Um, then I have Soul Calibur 4. Because I played, the, that's like my first, I want to say that's my first Soul Calibur game I played ever. And fell in love with the, I don't play a lot of fighting games other than like Mortal Kombat and shit. And those are pretty fun. But like, I fell in love with Soul Calibur for some reason and played the shit out of it. Uh, then Battlefield Bad Company played the ever living fuck out of Bad Company. And enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, next up, Lost Odyssey came on fucking like six discs or whatever for the Xbox exclusive, and I'm like, I would play, I'd play this game today if they had like a key PC version or like a sequel. I don't know why they haven't done yeah. one yet. Um, the next one's an odd one, but I have Civilization Revolution on here. This was a Civ game, but it was on console, and it was fantastic, like. I played so much of Civilization Revolution that it was it was crazy how much I played this game, dude. Like, no joke. To this day, I will stand by and say it is one of the absolute best Civ games. And it wasn't even a PC one. It was one that was, like, on Xbox and, like, the Nintendo DS. Like, it was fantastic. Um... And then I have Command and Conquer Red Alert 3. Man, did I want this to be good, and man, was it average. But it's on the list because it's Command and Conquer, <laughs> and 
yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You know? <laughs> and enjoyed and it, and played it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even though it wasn't as good, you still you still enjoyed it. Yeah. Still enjoyed it. Still had a good time with it. Just you know, we got Tim Curry going spice out of it, so that's spice. Spice. Um, and then last but not least, Spore, which was like supposed to be the next big thing, and was the next big nothing. Um, but I liked it. I had I had fun with it. I didn't understand all the hate that it got at the time, but I liked Spore. Um, I remember like I never played Spore, but I remember like really wanting to play it back then. I was like, man, I want to make my own stupid ass monsters or whatever. Like, like I don't like it, it intrigued the creative side of me back in the day. I never played right? it, but I, I remember always wanting to, and I just never got it, dude. The army of dick monsters. The idea of it was like it was you would meet other people's monsters, monsters or creatures, throughout the world and stuff. So it was yeah. it was cool for a little while. Then it kind of got repetitive after a while. Though. All right, we are at the final year, two thousand and nine. I will yes, start sir. us off here with my top Get us three. Going with the last one. Yeah. Now, at number three of two thousand nine, I have Assassin's Creed. Two, Ezio's story is my favorite out of all the Assassin's Creeds. Like, um, I I could still go back and play the those games, the Assassin's Creed Two and like the Ezio games, uh, and love them. I think Two has the absolute best theme, like Ezio's theme and his family theme, and like, yeah, I absolutely will. I'll fight anybody that says that's not the best Assassin's Creed theme because it absolutely the fuck is. Uh. Number two, I have Warhammer 40k Dawn of War 2. Dawn of War. Now, this is Dawn of War, but it takes on a little bit more XCOM y style. Um, where you are the, the commander of, uh, of the Warhammer of the Space Marines and are leading them uh, to try to survive a Tyranid invasion and stuff. It's really fun, really cool. <clears throat> and last but not least, at number one, is Dragon Age Origins. Bioware fanboy, expectations met, fell in love with a new franchise. This game was awesome. It's still awesome. Still worth playing today, although I do wish they'd do kind of like what they did with Mass Effect and do a remaster of it and its expansions and stuff. But tactical role-playing game where you pick a race and a class and some of them have different starts. Like if you're playing a human, you play a human... If it, like if you're a warrior or a rogue, you play a human noble. If you play a human mage, you're a, you 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 start in like this temple or tower thing. Um, if you're a dwarf, you're a member of the royal family, but you can also be a dwarf that's like in the scum underbelly. Like the game had so many different starts that that you wanted to just restart and see how the opening was, and it changed and things would change throughout the game based on those stuff. Love Dragon Age Origins. So those are my top three for 09. Daniel, what do you got? Cool. My top three games of 2009 are number three, The Saboteur. I fucking love this game. Oh, dude. man. I never played it, but I wanted to so bad. Oh, it's so cool, dude. I didn't play it in 09. I played it a couple years afterwards. But what a fun game, dude. Pandemic EA game. I really had such a fun time with this one, man. This was an awesome, awesome game, dude. It was an action-adventure open-world game. 
uh, in uh, Nazi-occupied France and during World War II. And, like, the game is, like, black and white. But as you uncover more territory, it starts to gain color. And I don't know. I just, I, I really had such a fun time with this game, man. Like, it was, it's so cool. Because I, I, I remember when I got this game at the time, I was looking for all these, like, different open world games that I could play on my PS3. And I remember, because I got, I played Mafia 2 and this one around the same time. And I just loved the shit out of both of those games. I, I think Saints Row 2 as well. Like, I got Saints Row 2, Mafia 2. And like this game, so I would tour all around the same time. And I, because I was just in an open world, you know, action adventure kind of mood, you know. So I played all these at the same time and I loved them all. They were all really good. And yeah, this one's fun, man. I wish they would, uh, I don't know if it's available anywhere, like on PC or anything like that, but it, it's cool, man. I definitely, if you have a chance of playing this game, I 100% recommend it. It was, it was a good time, man. It was, it was a really fun game. So yeah, Saboteur, awesome game. I wish they would have done like a sequel or something because it was, it was a really cool game. Anyway, Saboteur is my number three. Number two for 2009 for me is Assassin's Creed 2. Again, I think like Josh, Assassin's Creed 2 is probably my favorite of the Assassin's Creed games that I've played at least up until this point. Ezio is the best assassin by far, in my opinion. Uh, his score and or his themes and everything are are awesome. Uh, the music and it, it's just it all it all works in so well. And I remember just loving that game at the time. And it was just uh, yeah, the the best of the uh, Assassin's Creed uh, up until this you know up until this point for me that I've played. Because I mean I've only played the first four. Uh, I'll get to the other ones eventually, but you know the ones that I played. That's that's kind of my. Uh, my my favorite one and then my number one game of the year for uh 2009 josh was talking about how we got into a clan playing uh battlefront i got into a clan playing this game 2009 call of duty modern warfare 2 oh my god this game dude i remember like being in school at the time and like while i'm in school i'd be talking to dudes like yo we're gonna play after school, right? Like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna play. You get home, we're gonna play. I'm gonna hop on. You gonna hop on? Like I, w- dude, we have like, it, it. I was like deep into that shit back in those days, man. We're, talk- we're talking like 360 no scope bullshit. We're talking like getting in clans and like you know running all kinds of, you know, all that madness back at the time when that was a thing. I was in that, dude. It was, it was nuts, man. So yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I was that was like. The mo- the best I've ever been in like an FPS game was probably that game. I was tearing shit up in those days, man. Oh my god, it was so good, dude. It was it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, I was I was destroying people back in those days during that game. But those that's my top three, Josh. Hell yeah. Let's 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 cap off your top three, man. The the uh. Honorable mentions I have for 09 are, and to finish us out, uh, or finish me out for this portion, rather, are Empire, Total War, um, Total, as you can see, there's a theory, the Total War, I think, is on here more than anything else, because there's so yeah. many different ones, and I played them all, um, 
Uh, next up at number five, five is not really numbered. It's just how I have them written down. Uh, I have Torchlight. I, I played Torchlight with a friend, um, and and enjoyed the shit out of it. So played a lot of that. And last but not least, I have The Sims Three because I was addicted to this. every time a Sims game came out. I was addicted to them, man. I don't know why it's so fun to play somebody else's life, but man, it is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, those are my uh, my honorable mentions. What are your honorable mentions, Daniel? My honorable mentions for the last year of our list here. Uh, I have at number one for my honorable mentions, Uncharted Two: Among Thieves. Probably my favorite Uncharted game. It's either that or four. But anyway, top tier game right there. Resident Evil Five. I played the shit out of that game, man. Co op, single player. That's probably one of my. F- it might be my favorite Resident Evil game just because of how much I played it. Like I, I played it so damn much. Anyway, Lord of the Rings Conquest. I don't know if anybody remembers this game, but Lord of the Rings Conquest was the Battlefront style Lord of the Rings game. Mm-hmm. It was made by the same people, Pandemic, and it was it was fun, man. I I remember playing that. Good stuff. I still have it, you know, in my PS3 game pile. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Good stuff. Good game. Really enjoyed that one. Uh, Ghostbusters the video game I played that only like a couple years ago but for the first time but it was still it came out in 09 and it was good I, I like it definitely captured the spirit of Ghostbusters and all that uh, another game that I didn't play till years later but Left 4 Dead 2 definitely belongs in the honorable mentions Minecraft because I still play it to this day even though I didn't play it back then I, I didn't play Minecraft until more recently as within the past couple years so even though it came out in 09 and I didn't play it then. I played it more recently. It still came out then, so I included Borderlands, the original honorable mention. I prefer Borderlands too, but Borderlands was in here because it came out this year, and I like it. So there you go. Halo Three ODST. Josh and I only recently played through this, like very recently, but it came out this year in '09, and it was fun. Brutal Legend. That game was. I remember was a crazy thing at the time uh star wars the clone wars republic heroes was like a game i played on the psp and it was, it was it's fine you know it's a decent little game but yeah and then the last two games on here are honorable mentions that i have not played yet but i i always i always wanted to and i and i want to at some point but number one, Afro Afro Samurai, which I played a little bit of. I played like a demo of it, I think, maybe back in the day. But I never played the whole game. And then the last one on here is probably a game that I'll end up playing this year. Uh, Dragon Age Origins. Oh, yeah. Origins. So I'll probably end up playing that at some point this year. But I have it in my honorable mentions because I haven't yet. So there you go. And that is our list. Those are our games of the decade from 1999 <laughs> to 2009. What do you guys it's think? It's done. It's over. Do you have? <laughs> do you guys have any same games in common as us? Uh, do you? Do you have? What are your honorable mentions? What are you? What are your top threes for each year? Let me know. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. On, this, on, the, on 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 the YouTube, so on the Discord, on Twitter. Let me know. I'm curious what, what you guys' favorite games were from 99 to 09. So, yeah. But uh, there it is. We did it. We did another one. This is another long episode. 
uh, it was a fun one to do. It was, it was interesting coming up with this list, looking back at all the games that have been out during this time and like trying to plot down where you want to put them, you know? But, but yeah. I think, though, that'll wrap us up for the that's day. Gonna, that's going to do it, any, guys. <laughs> yeah, anything else, John? Any, any goodbyes to the peoples? Uh, let's, let us do our shout-outs. Uh, let's do that, how about? Because I don't have any more things to say other than i'm losing my voice so let's let's do that daniel you are up first thank you for watching or listening to this video uh we're gonna josh and i are gonna be streaming some more dying light uh, this week so come check us out live over on uh, our our you know channels on twitch uh he'll be streaming on his i'll be streaming on mine i'm uploading these videos onto youtube as well for the playthrough uh yeah, go and uh, go and check that out because it's been uh, been been good stuff. Um, yeah, I look forward to uh, to playing some more of that. I look forward to watching more uh, Ozark and uh, you know TV shows and then movies in general. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for now. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye now. Hi guys, uh, thanks everybody for watching, I know it was a long one, we're clocking in and I'll just go ahead and tell you how long it's been, 4 hours and 19 minutes, one of the longest shows we've had in a while, um, but yeah, I hope you had a lot of fun with uh, the stuff we were talking about, uh, make sure to come back next week where we have another show planned for y'all, um, and I'm also, apologies for this, I've ran out of energy the last hour, because uh, the, the damn... This is a long, 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 uh, not a long show, but the booster shot is kicking my ass is what I'm trying to say. Um, make sure to come by for the Dying Light stuff tomorrow. Follow us on all the things below. I would raid somebody, but I'm so tired. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hop off. So, uh, we will see you all next time. Bye-bye.